Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Every time we start a new episode, he's eating something. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No he's one is surprised. Talks. He's a busy man. He's got to get it in where yeah. he can. I, say, I have no goddamn time. Yeah. I have a, I have a, I have a two hour break. Oh yeah. In which I go and uh, fuck around. Go to I, I went to the comic book store, bought some comic books. Um. And then I went to Toys R Us. They had nothing this time, but that's okay. I had a big haul last week. <laughs> then I went to Target. They had nothing as well. They had nothing. And I was like, boohoo. I almost bought a lightsaber, but I was like, nah. The lightsaber. Target. They had a lightsaber on clearance. Ah. One of those, one of those uh, telescoping ones. Oh, shitty like ones. The, the shitty ones, but yeah. still, you know, they look good now. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it looks, the hilt is dead on Okay. what, what I have for my uh, Master Effects saber at home. It looks exactly the same. Like, I remember from my childhood, like, shitty friggin' buckets, like, red colored or green colored. Right. The shitty big bucket, you remember, and then they had the big foamy ones. Or if you go back were, even that were constantly extended. <laughs> or if you go back even further, the ones that was just a long piece of plastic, right? That had that cut front that whistled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had oh, those. Yeah, I remember. It was, those. Like a, it was like a wiffle ball bat. Uh, yes, the, a yes. little thinner, and you could really yeah. beat a fool with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It won't cut you, but you'll wish no, you had been. We had so, those. Ow! <laughs> ow! Stop! <laughs> ow! Ah! I've got a welt. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was woo woo. It was like waving around a giant slurpy straw. <laughs> snap. Well, you make me want a slurpy, Paul. Huh? You make me want a slurpy now. Damn it, now There's I a, want a slurpy. Well, then let's stop and go get slurpies. <laughs> slurpy it's hot run. Outside. Let's go get a slurpy. I'll give you guys some money if you want to go get slurpies. I it's buy the you Geek fly. Shock Slurpy Run. <laughs> I buy you fly. That's the rule. Welcome, folks. This is Geek Shock Slurpy Run number 247. I am Master Dorgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Captain Canada. Old Dirty Bonzo. <laughs> We're here to talk Weekend <laughs> Geek. You're wearing the Old Dirty Bastard shirt. I, love I figured that's, that was worth it. I mean, you know. Just for that joke. Yeah, and just for that joke. And yeah. Big has, Baby Jesus. It does have Big Baby Jesus on it, doesn't that's it? Right, wow. That's right. That's right. Freeloading Rusty, as he was also called, or <laughs> whatever other names he had. Osiris, as I told you that. I think I told you that story before. Um there was a, a time when uh, he was at, they were at, the Wu Tang was actually on stage. They're playing some show in the Arctic Circle, right? And um, so, like on this bill, I mean, there's like Prodigy, you know, Firestarter dudes, right? Um, you know, Biohazard, big muscular dudes, Rage Against the Machine, all on this bill. And Wu Tang is playing, and you know, Old Dirty Bastard invites like he's like he stops the DJ, stops the crowd. My name is Old Dirty Bastard, and I would like a blowjob. I mean, like, the entire crowd is like, whatever. So, you know, I mean, it's 40%, 50% girls. So, you know, they, they bring up, like, 10, 20 girls. Yeah, nobody really committing wow. to Old Dirty Bastards program, but you understand the, the nature of that. So, you know, um, so apparently they, like, usher these girls back and like, all the three bands... You know, I'm, I'm getting hearsay from this, but it's like they're all like tiny children in the form of Wu-Tang Clan who like commandeer all the dressing rooms, take out all the liquor, and, and in each one are like private concubines for old dirty bastards. So that just sets the legend of yeah. Russell there. So anyway. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So hence the reason I wear the shirt because it looks like Scarface and it's kind of funny. He was a bad man. He was a very bad dude. He's the only artist I know to get his welfare checks, food stamps on MTV by taking a limo as well. Yeah. Better than my shirt. <laughs> Poison. Yeah. 
Well, I guess. I mean, <laughs> in, in these days, Brett, Brett Michaels, I guess, would be considered an old dirty bastard. I'll right? tell you what. He makes damn fine dog toys and <laughs> delicious, <laughs> delicious Tropa Rocket tea. <laughs> I love his he Snapple has a tea. tea. Brand now. His Snapple has tea, Traparaca. It's diet Snapple. It's like ten calorie Snapple that he developed because he has uh, diabetes. Right, right. He's got diabetes, <laughs> and uh, diabetes. Brett Michael's diabetes has produced the one of the most delicious He's and be refreshing the next tropical teas <laughs> that you ever want to try. And then he makes dog toys. The dog toys is, is new to me. I didn't know the dog toys. Yeah, I actually saw them I, the other day. We were searching for dog so, and cat like toys. Like the does the packaging have like him with crossed arms and a bandana? Yep. Yep. And get this dog toy, poison. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what. Well, it doesn't say poison. Like it just says Brett Michaels. <laughs> rock dog or something like rock that. Rock dog. Yeah. Rock and dog. All right. Rock and dog. Rock dog. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I think he might have went to the uh, the Gene Simmons school of uh, business. Well, uh, market everything. He's, and, he's always been yeah. a smart business guy. I got no problem with people making money. Mm-mm. Going to the Gene Simmons, anything else? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Agree wholeheartedly. I got stupid ass kiss mini golf. Hey, another suit that's about fun. it. That that's place is amazing. Fun. Hey, it's Gene it's, it's better than it. poison mini golf. What? <laughs> no, okay. come on, poison mini golf would be great. You have, but, to, you have yeah. to shoot your balls in CC's mouth all night long. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it, CC. <laughs> Ooh, you got your balls in my mouth. That's what it says every time you get it in. Ooh, there. you got your balls in my mouth. Ooh, you got your balls in my mouth. You I'm like, the, CC. like the big old clown head where you have Ooh. to hit the ball with yep. the, on his tongue. Ooh, you got the balls in my mouth. I'm CC. I play for poison. Hey, boo, boo, boo. Torgo, didn't you get hit on by uh, CC? Like CC, Devi- one of Whoa. CC Deville's ex-girlfriends. No, no, it was, uh, it was Don Dawkins' daughter. Oh, was that? And, and, was and she was. I remember she had. She called CC Deville's house to. Oh, okay. The time. I, I knew so, there was a connection there. I couldn't remember yeah. the whole story. It was. It was an interesting evening. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. So Actually, what geeky things? Of, if this, this house of Dawkins don't come a knocking. <laughs> <laughs> What gig you think you do this week, gentlemen? Well, uh, I've had a, a very busy 12 days, but I did actually manage to slip away and do a, a geeky thing. Okay. I drove up to the Cosmosphere in Hutchinson, Kansas. Okay, what's the Cosmosphere? Cosmosphere is... I know what it is. What is, it, what is it's it? a great museum dedicated oh. to the first three seasons and only the first three seasons of the Cosby Show. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Cosmosphere. Over here, on this this is the sweater wing. We got the sweaters. Sweater wing. Come check out the sweaters. With the, what about this yellow like wing? This and the yellow one. This one over here is green. This one, of course, has the many different colors. I just want you to combine them all. Over here is the Claria. It's called the Claria. <laughs> It's all about Claire. This the is Claria. her area. It's her Claria. <laughs> so come see the Claria. What did you, you want to know something about Claire Huxtables? This is the Theo. It's just a statue of Theo. You can do what you want with it. Excuse me, Mr. Cosby. <laughs> you can do what, Mr. Do what anything. You can take compromising pictures with my son, Theo. Yes. Is there is there a jello wing, sir? Is there a jello wing? No, there's not. We have uh, terrible legal ramifications with the Jello people. We're under a lot of disputes. We tried to make a Jello wing. They said nope. 
No. The best we have is the jiggler room. <laughs> what about the new coke room? They couldn't copyright <laughs> the jiggler. The jiggler. New coke room. New coke room. There's only there's two cans. That's it. <laughs> two cans. Two cans. But two it's, cans, actually, Sam? It's, it's our aviary. <laughs> <laughs> two cans of coke. Ah, we fool you when we get you in there. So it's what truly is the cosmosphere. Uh, we to <laughs> fucking told you. <laughs> the cosmosphere is a uh, a space themed museum. Okay. Uh, it is the largest collection of ac- actual, authentic space uh, memorabilia anywhere uh, in the country outside of the Air and Space Museum. But the first three seasons DC. of the Cosby Show have much more dark matter combined. <laughs> <laughs> space! He's lost the thought. Uh, in fact, uh, if, you've, you've, if you've seen the movie Apollo 13... And who um, hasn't? All of the sets that were built in that uh, for the uh, the Odyssey space capsule and the um, uh, the lunar module that they used as a lifeboat, those were all built by the Kansas Cosmosphere um, because they are the only one that still do spacecraft restorations. So anytime NASA needs like uh, a vehicle restored for like a museum piece. They send it to the Cosmosphere, and they do that. In fact, uh, the most uh, famous one they've done... So they're the Rick's Restorations of Space. Basically, yeah. Uh, the most uh, famous one they did recently was the Liberty Bell 7, which was the Gus Grissom uh, Mercury capsule that sank. Uh, if anybody has seen the movie Right Stuff, you know, there's the famous scene where the capsule sinks, and you know they were able to rescue him, but they didn't get the capsule. Well, they... Uh, I think... It, I want to say it was 2002... They were they found the capsule and uh, recovered it from the ocean floor, and then brought it to the Cosmosphere where they okay. completely restored it. So that's and on it, display it, there now. It is on okay. display there now. I took several pictures. Uh, I'll try okay. to put some of them up on the uh, the website and maybe the Facebook page. But uh, I hadn't been there in like 20 years, so there's a lot of new stuff on display there. I mean, they literally have uh, stuff from all the way back into the early days of rocketry, like the the German V2 rocket. They had a complete German V2 rocket, and it was an authentic one on display there. Hmm. Um, so it's all very intriguing, but of course, yeah. listeners want to know, how was the parking? <laughs> <laughs> Did you find a good parking spot? Uh, the parking was okay, Paul. All right. The parking was okay. Kansas. I, I There's really, lots of parking. Lots I'm of really flat, sorry, Jeff. Places. I yes. was trying to stay interested that whole uh-huh. time, but I only thing I could think of was Bill Cosby in space the entire time. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's 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 the derailing that happens anytime <laughs> my train is trying to... <laughs> No, there are people. Along. I'm sure there are people very interested. <laughs> yeah, in, and and they heard, and they're interested. Now they're going to go see the Cosby. In fact, the actual Apollo be disappointed because Cosby's not there. <laughs> <laughs> the actual Apollo 13 uh, module, Odyssey, is on display there. Okay, the real one. The real one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they've got several other. Like they have some. It's one of the only museums in the U.S. that has uh, authentic uh, working rocket ship Russian um, uh, spacecraft. Oh, so how did we get that? Soviet, come on. They, yeah, they, they, some of them they got through uh, joint We programs. are done with this. Well, I mean, what, ha- what like happened? Like this, like the Soyuz they capsules. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, they, a lot of those capsules, after they were in space, the Russian economy and so forth, they basically put them on scrap heaps. And, and after the, you know, the fall of the Berlin Wall and then, you know, the, the breakup of the Soviet Union, uh, Collectors they were able to go over and say, hey, can we purchase some of this and... <laughs> You know, you know, when Star Trek, the experience closed and everyone went dumpster diving. It was a lot Jeez, like that. Man. I, I should have been more on top of that shit. Oh, you're telling me, dude. I I, had, I'm still upset about that. I had, uh, 
Well, whatever. <laughs> ah, fuck it. It's all just but anyway. Stuff. Yeah, it was a, <laughs> it was a nice little uh, diversion from, you know, my week, and uh, it it was a lot of a lot of stuff to see, a lot of great uh, space artifacts, great. and you know, like I said, most of them have either flown in space or were uh, actual backup. Like some some of the satellites they have were backup ones, you know, because mm-hmm. you know they don't just build one of something; they build two because we did the same thing on it. the show. This is here, you see, the Rudy and the Rudy Two. <laughs> we got the Rudy, and then we got Olivia was Rudy Two, basically. What about the Rudy, Rudy model? Two? Got a bit outdated and grown up, and the cuteness went way down. It was like, oh, we need something that's going to put a smile on the faces of <laughs> little girl in there. So we had Olivia come in as oh, everybody loves Rudy Two. <laughs> Rudy too. We have a Rudy and a Rudy too, and the next episode's a Rudy Poo. Rudy Toot Toot. Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity. Rudy Tooty yeah. Tooty was on the facts of life. <laughs> and she had the roller skates, which you'd see. Well, you'd see the skates and going, and then the whoa, look out. There they go. <laughs> They're no controlling them. Do you know how to stop those things? Of course you don't. There's no, I don't have a break. The break is your face. Whack. <laughs> Ouch, my face are broke. <laughs> what so, happened? I don't know. So, Paul, I did it. I, I finished. I watched all of Attack on Titan. And? Beginning to end. And that is the single most fantastic piece of anime I've ever seen in my life. Because you've never seen Evangelion. Probably. Okay, there you go. Uh, it's, it is the. It is only. It is only. <laughs> well, he's superior. seen Akira, right? The only thing that is superior to it to me is Evangelion. Uh, oh, no. And I was so oh, he's seen a lot of so anime. I, but I was so excited that I went ahead and started to watch... Uh, Knights of Sidonia and, and, and immediately stopped being interested. Right? After about two episodes. Isn't it funny? It's like... What do you call just, it? The poor man's Evangelion? It is poor man's Evangelion. It's, it is just weak sauce. Yeah, it, it did nothing for me. Yeah. Although I, the complexities in Attack on Titan are absolutely fascinating. The mm-hmm. socio-political aspects of it. Right. There's so much other stuff going on. Yeah. The, the Sidonia just doesn't get it. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I did like your description of like the city turning and just like thousands of people dead instantly like that. And then it's like it's not even brought up in the rest of the series or not addressed. Much. Not yeah. that big of a thing. It's not that like, big of a plot point. Yeah, we lose thousands of people well, every time. Like, no well, big I mean, deal. Nobody gave a fuck. That's the thing. It's like, hey, remember all those thousands of people that live on this place that you never saw and never knew? They're all dead now. Feel the consequence. There's none. <laughs> yes, There's really none. That's and, it. And that's really the big difference. Attack on Titan, you feel consequences of everything yeah, that man. happens. You, you get cities demolished. You see them having to move all their uh, in into the inner circles more and more and more as they get sure. closed in on. And it Main takes left turn surprises that yeah, you don't man. expect. Yeah. It's constantly surprising me. Just in two seasons, two brief seasons, it yeah. covers way more than the... Yeah, really great, really great. Tack so, good. I'm glad you love Tack on Titan. Yeah. So now you're going to use that keychain? Is that going to become your new favorite keychain? I've, I've had it on display in my room, and it's probably going to stay right where it's okay. at because I do there like where it's Wait at. Wait a second. But he, let's go back to what he just said. He said that? Evangelion is the superior anime of all time. Of all time. No, there is it's no, not. What is the superior Akira. anime? Wrong. <laughs> you're desperately, hopelessly, forever wrong. No, I'm not. Akira did wonderful things as far as visualization and getting a mainstream audience's eyes on anime that and ghost in the shell but the storyline is i mean now it does it didn't it did a disservice to the manga because the manga is huge goes on forever much more in in depth you can't cover that in a two and a half hour movie yeah try as you might but no watch evangelion it's the greatest thing ever 
Now it's a it's a culmination of a bunch of other influences. You know, you got everything from your monster films to all other anime that uh, predates it, but it owes far more to things like Transor Z and uh, uh, Getter Robo and what's his name, um, and even even Astro Boy uh, than it does to uh, to Akira. Akira, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. Akira's overrated. No, it is Akira's not. Overrated. Evangelion is the one that's overrated. No, people I, I will say that, but they are wrong. I've attempted to watch Akira, <laughs> and much like Knights of Sidonia, it never caught me. It just never caught me. I'm ashamed to say this. The only anime I've ever watched is Dragon Ball Z. Oh, I know. That's a whole different. I've never gotten into Dragon Ball Z. I cannot I've get into Dragon Ball Z. Well, I, I watch it now, Surprising. and it's like what the hell was i watching it's, it's like three episodes of charging up like yeah that's all it is <laughs> oh three, three archers. tune in next time what? will he shoot his right. kamehameha right. i don't like, even okay, know i don't well, know next that, episode right. i don't know what that whole exchange meant Tra- I, three episodes of charging up a kamehameha yeah, yeah okay yeah. so just think of like the the king of hawaii you know when ryu <laughs> you know when you know when ryu throws <laughs> a fireball yes okay yes. three yes. episodes of that all right so he goes you know Hadouk. Yeah, yeah. So he yeah. takes a moment to pull his fist back. Sure. Extends his arms. Okay. And then a spiritual extension of his fist flies through the air and strikes his opponent. It takes three episodes to do that? Sometimes it takes I up to three, not, episodes like three episodes for them to build up the power. And then if, during those if. episodes, other characters, their whole raison debt is to look at this character charging up his power and be astounded by the charge level of his power. That's where the whole meme, it's over 5,000! 9,000, 9,000. 9,000? 9,000, yes. I, I, there you go. like a mistranslation or something. Who I, the fuck knows? That's not the most hilarious crazy thing. crazy fucking show. So after the, oh, the my villain, Dragon Balls. Or whatever gets hit with the three three episodes of charging, you know, you think, oh, it's dead. He's like, nope, this isn't my final, this is my final transformation. I'm even stronger. Like, it's so stupid. That's all it is. It's just it's stupid. Con- constant one-upsmanship. Is yeah. there an actual story there? Or is it oh, just yeah. to sell There's toys? There's a lot of story. It just goes a long time in getting there. Okay. And it's, like and it's fairly text. minimalist animation, too. Yes. I liked yeah. Fists of the North Star back in the day. I thought that was pretty they good. They reused a lot You're of already dead. I noticed that. They, re- they reused <laughs> a lot of those, uh, those planet scenes and things like Boom. that. Like they're yeah. always on the same damn planet. Mm-hmm. Any other geeky things you do this week, gentlemen? Uh, uh, trying to think. Uh, Red Bastard was great. When I got to go see him. I got to see the bucket. I guess bucket show. <laughs> yeah, got to go see the bucket show. Pretty nerdy. That's pretty, pretty. Bucket yeah. show is great. Happens every nerdy. Wednesday. Where? At the Scullery downtown Las Vegas. Don't miss it. It's inside the Ogden at the corner of Ogden and Sixth. Slip into the Speakeasy and go to the back into the very cool Black Box Theater. And Matt Donnelly and I will tickle your taint. With our ridiculous comedy stylings. And physically, and if you tip enough. Don't yeah. be afraid to go around that back corner because you'll get back there and you're like, Am I at the back of this <laughs> restaurant? And then you go around this corner. Never be afraid corner. of any back corner. It could really. use some more signage. But I <laughs> yeah. like I like the speakeasy kind of vibe too. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So 10 we, o'clock. We had a good turnout last week. We had like and they had LaFroy. 50, so. 50 people or so. Yeah. Pretty good. Good scotch, good comedy. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's good drinks, beer specials. Yeah. Come uh, get bartender your laugh made on. an apricot martini or uh, mojito. It was oh, delicious. Nice. Oh, that sounds good. It was delicious. That does know. sound good. They have a good drink menu anyway. The cocktail. First time she made it, it, she was like, "I'm going to test something on you." I was like, "Bring it on. Test something on. <laughs> test Bring something. it." I like when bartender tells me. Yeah. It was good. 
Anything else you want to throw in before? Because this is Comic Con uh, week. We have news and the, everywhere. And the Star Honestly, Trek I didn't do anything geeky. I worked like when you saw me last week. I went to work five straight days, so okay. I haven't done shit. I was just going to say, the Star Trek convention is this week, starting Thursday at the Rio. Here in Las Vegas? The, the, yes, the uh, the 31st All right. through the August 3rd. Creations so, own. Yep. It's the big one. Even if you don't go to the show, come out to the Rio. And hang be, out the I'll bar. be hanging out. Yeah, I'm going to try and go dude, Saturday night. <laughs> I can't tell you the number of hours I spend hanging out at the bar just chatting with people What's the hang from the for various Saturday shows. night? Do we know? Um... Just go I, and yeah. It just <laughs> it worked out last yeah. time. It was fine. I just showed up. Yeah. And, oh, there's twenty. Yeah. So Saturday night, if you want to meet the cast members of Star Trek: The Experience, Saturday night is when they tend to go. And then we actually do have a Star Trek: The Experience panel. I believe it's Sunday at five. Uh-huh. Okay. Or is it Saturday at five? I'm gonna have to look that up real yes. quick. Nice. We can. I'll, I'll mention it at the end of the show. That way, I don't derail. All right. News we don't give a shit about. Well, in fact, we'll go right into it. News you don't give a shit about. But you might. But you might. You, you, I you do. Might. Here it is. This is. Do you give a shit? Let's find out. Deadline's reporting that previously announced co-stars Patrick Wilson, who is in Watchmen, and Kevin Weissman, who is in Alias, and Matt Gerard have exited Ant-Man. I do give a shit about this. As the studio retools the film to fit the ongoing rewrites and vision uh. of new director Peyton Reed. Apparently, the changes to the script led to Weissman and Gerard's characters being axed from the script. Wilson's situation was a bit more complicated, as a scheduling conflict arose after the studio delayed production for all the directorial shakeups and rewrites. It's not good. No. Uh, Wilson's a very busy actor. But he's really good, too. So that sucks that they're losing him. And that tells me... That feels like a sinking ship. It's scary. It's Marvel's greatest misstep. Are they pushing back the release date? Because it's due next year. Yeah, the release date is firm. It's there. Great. It's going to suck. Well, I mean, it's their discretion. They always could advance it, but so far they haven't. They got enough money to throw at it. Who knows? And who knows? It might still be good, but man, I already miss Wright. (laughs) Edgar Wright. Yeah. And whatever his vision. It's because he's... Edgar Wright, man. Exactly. He, he makes awesome films. They're getting all these fantastic directors now to helm all these Marvel projects with their own visions involved. And, oof. Yeah, it's, that's really disappointing. Yeah. News you don't give a shit about an investigation by Reclaim Your Game reveals that the new version of Sims 2 Ultimate Collection contains Securom, the notorious DRM. Uh, but the worst part is the fact that while EA was giving away the game for free because it is ending support for it to anyone with an Origin account, it didn't bother telling anyone that the game contained the DRM scheme. Uh, for those who have already installed it on Origins or the in the Origin client, uh, Reclaim Your Game has instructions on how to get it off your PC. So they gave away to whoever wanted it. Sims 2 for free because we're no longer supporting the game, so have it. And then stuck DRM all over it. What the hell? Another feather in their cap, the most evil corporation. They're the worst. They're just so stupid. (laughs) It's it's maddening, isn't it? Here's a free game. Don't you dare copy it. Don't you dare (laughs) copy or steal it. God damn it. It's a free game. So stupid. They're so stupid. God. And not only that, but one of the most notorious of the DRM programs out there. So so stupid. Done with them. And that's it. That's all the news. Don't give a shit wow, about. Wow, really? Yeah. Well, and I gave a shit about half of it. Comic Con week. So right, a lot of week good stuff. in geek. Oh. Week in geek. That might have been the shortest 
news you'll give a shot. I should about yeah, say. Yeah, I, uh, I, I tell you, it's right. three minutes the shortest long. I tell you what, um, for those of you listening right now, those of you scoops that are listening, chances are very good you will hear some pieces of these this news in the upcoming uh, bank shows that I'm recording later tonight yeah. with Matt as uh, as nerd questions. So we'll see. There it is. This is your preview. I hit him with a pretty good one today. Did so you? Kind of All right. One, yeah. Well, first off, leading this piece of landmark information, Weird Al Yankovic. Yes, this is awesome. For the first time in his now almost 40-year career, hit number one on the Billboard chart. Mandatory fun at Yankovic's 14th album, which was released on July 15th, went to number one last week. And now has the distinction of being the first comedy record to hit that plateau since Alan Sherman's My Son the Nut, which included Hello Mudda, Hello Fada, the classic ode, by the way, of waxing funnily about life at the kids' summer camp. That's how long it's been since a comedy album reached number one. Wow. That's incredible. Well, he was saying yeah. uh, in the, the little clip interview with, uh, with Tom Green that in, in his career, he does not recall another comedy album yeah, hitting no, it. it so, hasn't, hasn't so yeah, now that you've looked at it, yeah, it's, he right. it's, he's absolutely right. In his 40-year career, yep. nothing. That's good that's, for him. I bought it. I yeah. bought it. I bought a hard copy because I'm a fucking troglodyte. I haven't bought it yet, man. but uh, I have it on order. And, I mean, so it should be. Sure. There you go. Which means soon. more sales. So. I should say I haven't got it yet. No, oh, gotcha. let's, see, it yet. let's see how long this lasts. More than a week? Two weeks? Three uh, weeks? That'd be great to see it. And his, if it goes two weeks, that's a huge accomplishment in this day yeah. and age. Well, and his eight videos in eight days was just, that That was an amazing Blitzkrieg. feat. Sure. Yeah. And really good and, stuff. Yeah. They're all really funny. And from a marketing standpoint, genius. And also having them available for free. That well, I'm talk, so handy. Just the best. Yeah. Talk about yeah. an artist that's really not only embraced, but really maximized the potential of social marketing. And he's just fallen keep, in He's fallen in with a good crowd. Yeah. Keeping his name he, in the yeah, right places. He got, he got, I was listening to the Nerdist when he first started guesting on there. And like they just became super best friends. And he realized that he's got this whole generation of 30-something comedians that he's influenced since they were babies. Yeah. And they love him. And so now it's wonderful. All these people are coming out of the woodwork to do favors for Al because he was such an inspiration and an icon to them back in the day. And it's, it's paying off great dividends. So that makes me very happy, too, that he's seeing great rewards for all the hard work he's put in over Well, yeah, years. I mean, yeah, he had that, all those partnerships with these videos. Uh, the Nerdist yep. did uh, the tacky one. Uh-huh. Uh, Funnier Die did, uh, was it the Word Crimes, I think? Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, and so he partnered up oh, with yeah, all of these. He with all the different uh, sites to I mean, he didn't make any. And, yeah, he didn't make any money off the videos, but they paid to have the videos produced. Mm-hmm. Through that partnership, so I mean, you know, I drove a ton of yeah, web traffic. Absolutely, and then the, the advertising gets the pays for the. Well, and even right? Hardwick said that he was amazed at the amount of traffic that they got. They were expecting a lot of traffic from that premiere video, mm-hmm. but not nearly the numbers that they got. So, I mean, it's a it's a real special chemical mix that he got on this one. He got three or four really incredibly catchy pop tunes. Of the last couple of years, there yep. that just yeah. happened to really fit well for parody songs, and then he just and those videos are brilliant. Yeah, so just a lot of really great synergy behind it all. And Kudos, it's not, Al. And it's not just the thirty and forty somethings that are that are enjoying his no, no. his stuff right it's now. Another, we got, another, yeah, we got the, the late teens and twenties now. Yet another young generation. So yeah, he's 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 you know appealing to a whole nother demographic than speaking of you catchy, would I'm surprised Amish Paradise didn't yeah. reach. it was a, it was a hit single but the album yeah. didn't you know yeah. Yeah. did crash I, I believe it it got in the top like 
top fifty or something like that, the Billboard top fifty. But I don't, I don't think it. He's had top ten right. albums. Oh yeah, before, right? yeah. Well, he's had top ten hits too. Yeah. But I don't think Eat he's it was ever not had like a number, number two one. for a long time. Yeah, I think I want to go home and, that was good. I think it. I want to go home and watch UHF now. Mm-hmm. And oh, Shout Factory of, yeah. just announced that they got the rights for the Blu-ray release. A of, new super deluxe of new edition is coming out of UHF. UHF. Really? That is that that and, brightens my uh, day. <laughs> the Essential oh, cool. Al, I believe, is the other collection. The is video that, collection okay. is coming. They're going to do both. So, oh, yeah. that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. They just got a whole bunch of stuff. Is that what it's called? The stuff. Essential Al? Do you know? He's uh, well deserved. The Complete Al? Maybe the Complete okay. Al, yeah. I will say that. I don't know. If I, I may or may not have told this story on the show before, but uh, back in '88, uh, when uh, UHF came out, I got tickets to a sneak preview of it, and it, it was like a month or two before it was scheduled to release. So my family and I and a couple friends, we all got these, you know, these these free passes, and so we went in, and the theater was packed, and it amazed me how many people were just absolutely loving this movie. And just, I mean, the the laughter and everything. And then, of course, it ends up being that summer where you had uh, Lethal Weapon. Uh, Was that Batman? Indiana Last Jones. Crusade. Batman. So, I mean. Was that 89? Was that when it went, when it hit? Uh, was that it? Out. Sounds about 88, right. 88, 89. I, yeah, you're, I think it was 89. It had to be 89 because that's Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Keaton's Batman is yeah, 89. Yeah, definitely 89. So, yeah, yeah, it was 89. Sorry, I said 88. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I, I remember being so disappointed that, that a movie – that was so good and had a packed theater that absolutely loved it. Did not really get a shot. I mean, just got lost. It just got. It did. It literally got lost in the shuffle. But you know, kudos to the the cult following that it's developed over the years because it has stayed uh, relevant even now. Even though it's basically a dated film, but still funny as hell. I can't wait to check out the Blu-ray then. Not everybody at Comic Con could make it into Hall H to see the. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron uh, Shocking Preview that was screened For the audience uh, But Marvel did have Three extremely revealing Props on display For fans to check out From the upcoming sequel Among them The glove from Iron Man's Epic Hulk Buster armor The Mark I edition Of Ultron And Captain America's Shattered Shield The shield that survived A hit from Thor's hammer In the first film And supposed to be Unbreakable all these elements apparently featured into the footage where we saw Earth's mightiest heroes beaten and broken alongside Cap's shattered shield, uh, the early days of Ultron, and glimpses of the Hulkbuster gear. So, Yeah, the, the shield obviously is one of two things. He's either dying, one, or two. Um, that's the introduction of the Black Panther. It's one or the other. That's my personal opinion. The Black Panther? Yeah. I don't He's even the one s- that recreates the shield for him. Uh, yeah. Vibranium yeah, mines of made Wakanda. Made vibranium. Good. Yeah, that's a good. That's, I'm that's a, a nerd. Good, I'm a good. nerd. Some, I'm some sure, of the times, guys. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to end up bringing Black Panther into it, and maybe they have talked about also the the next uh, Captain America will be a black Captain America. Yeah, I, I told. Even, I talked about that like two episodes. Like ago. actually bringing the whole Falcon story that they're currently doing. Into yeah, this. maybe maybe that, and maybe they'll. But maybe they'll retcon the whole thing about how the first Captain America was a black soldier. They experimented on the the super soldier serum on a black soldier in in comic history. Anyway, right. they did a. I did speak of the Sam the Sam the Falcon thing two episodes ago, yes. three episodes ago mm-hmm. about that. So that is a possibility. I and don't. If if he does die, then it's I hit him or the Winter Soldier. So it's one or the other. Right. I don't know about that because he's he's slated for nine movies. He's on contract. No, he's oh, uh, what's his name? Chris, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Is he yeah, no, done? I I can't. I want him to be Captain America forever. Yeah, they he's should keep really making Captain America movies with him <laughs> for sure. Yes. Are you joking or no? 
Oh, I, I, I couldn't I tell love, if that was sarcastic. I love or? Chris Evans as Captain America. Yeah. I tell he you makes what, me man. squeal like a baby. I think he's. <laughs> what about Johnny Storm? Like, I, I, I could care less about that shit. But <laughs> well, no, but he, I he, was good. he was good as Johnny Storm. Okay, okay. He's good, yeah. but but just his Captain America in Winter Soldier. I, yeah, I was, I was surprised. I mean, he he's was so, so good. good anyway. But yeah. He's very good. He's so good. He's very good. Yeah, the vibranium thing. You know, it's got to be the Black Panther. That's that's the only other option it can be. Um, as far as the Hulkbuster armor goes, I mean, just that one little glimpse. You really well, want to see more of that. You know? And they, they reveal the all, Vision is in there now, yeah, too? Vi- oh, yeah. yeah, Paul Bettany's vision. playing Jarvis and the Vision. Oh, the Vision. Mm. <laughs> and Ultron. is <laughs> played vision. by Josh Brolin. No. no Bro- Ultron is, Brolin uh, is what's Thanos. his name? Oh, Brolin is Thanos, right. Ultron is uh, James Spader. Spader. Yeah. James Spader, that's right. Uh, Which I can't see it. Oh, well, oh, you're not on. going to. I can't. No, 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 but I just can't. Yeah, but tell me your reasoning. Because of Avengers Assemble cartoon, or uh, what is it? You love the Ultron voice from yes. Avengers Assemble cartoon yes. so much that you can't hear anything else for the voice. Yes. Avengers Assemble, Earth's not Mightiest assembled. Heroes, Earth's Mightiest, Mightiest Heroes. Heroes, right? Okay, yes. get it right. Yeah, because they stupidly that canceled that show and yes. made this new shitty one. I'm I don't know sad. why. I'm still sad. Why the it. fuck they made a new shitty one? God damn it! That that Avengers, uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, wonderful show. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Oh, I have it all on DVD. Best but apparently the DVD release got fucked up in the final uh, two seasons. They flipped around episode continuity. Seriously. Yeah, whatever. People are dumb. So <laughs> getting back to the Captain Shield thing, so it was vibrating, which just it's broken, and that's what the Black Panther's about. But they can change it to adamantium, I'm assuming, at some point. Well, I would think it's probably not vibranium yet. Right. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it's not vibranium I, yet. I like where you're going with this. With, with that into vibranium, that's the excuse. For that'd be a good reason Black to go Panther. to Wakanda. Yeah, it's, it's hard to get to, into Wakanda. Yes, it is. Uh, actually, Captain America number one, uh, Stark. There, t- like we have a little piece of the vibranium metal. That's all we can find here. We made this shield for you. So it is. It yes. is my vi- vi- vibranium from the start. In that movie, where he says it's made out of vibranium. You're right. You're right. Wasn't and that's all that we have, Ooh. or whatever, something like that. So, I what's mean, the thing that destroyed it, though? Because it's some obviously it, we won't see it till that's what everyone's so excited about. Uh, Loki spear. I'll or admit Thanos. that my my Marvel <laughs> knowledge is not as great as my DC knowledge, but was not vibranium a failed attempt at making more adamantium? And this was the it it. I don't think so. I think vibranium was actually mined in Wakanda. Can it's they, the only place in the in the world where that mineral I I, exists, and that's, yeah, that's an asteroid. It's an asteroid uh-huh. or a meteorite. The problem yeah, is, though, and that's part of the reason that it's that Wakanda is so wealthy is because that that mineral can only be found there. Okay, and that's how they've built up their sovereign nation. Okay, state. but here the here lies the problem of it: like the shield getting towards adamantium. Now, adamantium is a word, but is that just normally used only for Wolverine since that's owned by Fox that they can't probably use that anyway now? I don't yeah, know. because they had to dance around the wording of of mutant even. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's so who stupid. knows? I hate that. Yeah, the little nooks and crannies that have been negotiated in those contracts. Fuck. So we're going to have to use vibranium for some time now. Or at least get to that level of trying to. I was just watching some, I think it was Honest Trailers the other day where they were talking about the Fantastic Four movie. No, it was they were going back and looking at X Men films, and they were talking about how it's the same universe as Fantastic Four and all these other. It's like, but it's like, isn't it weird that mutants are somehow uh, shunned by the human population? Yet here we have these heroes out in the open that have weird mutant-like powers, and they're okay to the public. <laughs> it's like here they're cheering them on, here they're booing them. 
Well, you know, getting they're doing a lot. They did a lot better job than I'm doing with it this, being in the exact world too. Is still like uh, still mind-boggling to me because after Iron Man two, you know, when he was sitting there with Sam, and then behind you, you had the map of all where the you know where some of the mutants or some of the superheroes would be, and yeah. you know you st- you had the one in Europe or blah blah blah, and you had the one in you know in the ocean or somewhere like that. And you're wondering, well, when is the time period you're going to show us this shit? Right. You know. Like when it, this was Iron Man two, we're we're talking about Phase one, and we're like genuinely into like Phase three now here, and like when sure. are we showing this this? And time? I but I think some of that was also just fan service, maybe just maybe for the ones paying attention. Fair, yeah, they sneak a lot of that stuff in. Sam Raimi made the announcement that he and his brother Ivan are currently writing a small screen version of Evil Dead, with plans to bring Bruce Campbell back to star. Campbell confirmed his involvement. Evil Dead, the TV show. If it's put... Now, again, it's not attached to any If it's done channel. well. Damn it, I was just going to say that. I'm still in your line, Jeff. Here's the question. Even if it's done well, um, and on a good channel that's going to treat it with what it needs, with the amount of gore that it needs. HBO. Is this an idea that has long legs? If it's if it's HBO or Showtime, maybe even AMC, I consider. I mean, I, again, I haven't watched a lot of shows on AMC other than maybe Mad Men or something like that. But I do know The Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, all those shows have touched a certain demographic, and especially with a lot of violence and what. That's that's probably a show with sure. that could fit on that network. But all if these they, shows it, that you're mentioning are all ones that take its subject very seriously. Oh, but, and that that's okay. But the the collective of Evil Dead fans take that movie very seriously. They take it seriously, but it's not a serious show. It's a no, comedy. It's, it's campy. When it comes down to it. Well, I, doubt, it on, I doubt very much they're going to go the Evil Dead 1 route. Well, then it. put it on Cinemax. Yeah. I, <laughs> I am both excited about this and cautious because... Well, yeah. take heart that Bob Tappert so far has not been mentioned <laughs> anywhere. Right. That's good. So I think just... Personally, I do think it works better as a film just because you're having just short glimpses yeah, at this universe. I think it's better in bite-sized chunks. Um, um, and even if they do like the 12-episode season route, like some of the other like cable network Which um, I imagine series, they probably would. And most likely they will. I hate um, that. I, I still hate think that. it may not work as a season-long show. Even uh, even if you were to say twelve half hour episodes, that's still six hours right. of material per season. Ash is a great character. It is. He is. Uh, Ash, however, is also I think annoying in large chunks. Yeah, I was gonna say he's best in small doses. And I think they can, and I think if it's a half hour, I think that is a small dose. Right. An hour is not necessary for this. But if they are doing, I mean, you were just saying. This may not work as a series. Well, you know, Freddy's Nightmares worked as a series no, somewhat. I thought didn't. so. I thought it was a damn good series. It was uh, one, only about half the episodes involved Freddy, if that. And they were so confusing and surreal that people ran away in droves. That show did not do well at all. Okay, so if this, if you're saying for for Ash, he's good, he's annoying to you, and, and you, he needs to be taking small doses. Then a half hour and some of the shows not including him would actually be okay then. 
That's I'm trying to get around your logic. Well, here. you're put you, no, no. You're putting forward the you're, you're comparing something that's probably going to be a long form story arc show with something that's an anthology show where it was a bunch of sh- miniature self contained short stories. We don't know what the show is going to be yet, and again, they're writing it. Who knows if they know how far the show is going to be? So the basic premise here is is if it's done well, we're basically <laughs> we're basically putting it on the premise that it's going to be like Evil Dead two and three, thus far as a continuing arc of the continuing story of Ash versus the Deadites. Whereas it's whereas now he works at S-Mart and now fights the Deadites. Yeah, and that's the next question. On. Is it going forward in modern day, or is he going to get thrown back in time again? Sure. And or I got are a feeling we that, staying, I got are a we following that, the movie? And I got, yeah. a, I got a feeling if it is a continuation arc, eventually he is going to get thrown back in time because they will have nowhere else to go with it. Or it's or another interesting. I don't know if anybody has seen the alternate ending of uh, Army of Darkness, but when he drinks, his poison goes too long. Yeah, he sleeps, sleeps too, long, too long. He Rip wakes up. He comes it. out of the cave. He go. It, it the alternate version. He goes to a cave. He takes the the potion, falls asleep, and instead of waking up in his time, he wakes up. You know, like a thousand years in the future, and he opens the opens up the cave, and he looks like, looks out at the ruins of. The city that, you know, civilization is Yeah, and he's just like, I slept too long. I slept too long. Which would be a perfect ending. So that could, if they wanted to, they could spin a series out of that. He sleeps too long, and the Deadites have taken over. Could they? If civilization's over, how can they? No, but civilization's over, the Deadites have taken over. Maybe there's small pockets of humanity left. It's possible. I don't... A lot of fun speculation. Yeah, it's just an alternative possibility but so we won't dead. know till the till the show gets started and that's just it no not walking dead because walking dead takes its survival aspect very seriously right. it's a character piece in a survivalist surrounding yeah and it has evil dead hit. is a guy with a chainsaw arm fighting evil dead things and spouting misogynist bullshit yeah <laughs> i mean yeah evil dead you know there is some humor in it here There's and a lot there of humor in it but it's mostly. Dead, dead. Uh, well, I mean, I'm sorry. I, mean, I meant Walking Dead All does have dead some stuff. humorous moments, but overall, sure, you're but, right. It's but that's it's just a, to cut the tension. Yeah, you're on the edge of your seat. You're filled with anxiety. You know what the hell is going to happen to this person? What's going to happen to this person? You know, and then you know somebody suddenly bites it out of nowhere, and you're sure. like, oh fuck. So yeah, sure. if it's can, totally can you, totally different. Can you name me a comedy horror television property? that worked other than tales from the crypt and even then that was self-contained yeah stories it, yeah, based on exactly an it was book. it wasn't really a series that was an anthology in the series that it was a yeah exactly i mean all the ones that i remember in the the meantime the the kevin smith inspired devil one that was a few years back and the I friday just, the 13th series didn't have really any humorous aspects to it not really. It, it's, yeah, it, was, it was its own little it was, thing. Yeah. It was an anthology series with a wraparound story. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I can't uh I'm I I can't think of anything right now. Yeah. So so I'm I'm trepidatious about this news. As much as I love Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two is yeah. my favorite horror movie as far in the R canon. It's brilliant. I still have a Fangoria somewhere in storage that has uh uh Army of Darkness listed as before it even hit the theaters, it said Evil Dead Three colon army of darkness sure. which was the title right up until it was getting a wider theatrical release 
So how about you out there? What do you think about this? Write it in the comments section. I'm, I'm curious as to if you've got something that's going to make me more excited and less trepidatious about this news. Hey, yeah. I mean, there's got to be somebody out there who loves Evil Dead. I mean, yeah. they, can, the they first, can make a good case for it. One of the first hey. times I was on this show, I got into it with somebody on uh, online about the last sure. movie, Evil Dead movie. So you there's got to be somebody. Yeah. If it's done well. It's done well. <laughs> and I posted the trailer last week about 12 Monkeys. And I actually, I kind of, re- after watching the trailer, I was like, man, this is, if it's done well. So, so Yeah, several people have uh, have now come out and said that they're more hopeful for the series. It looked good. It looked decent. So. Yeah. At the Legendary's picture, p- Pictures panel in Hall H at Comic-Con, Godzilla director Gareth Edwards conver- confirmed via video message that Godzilla 2 will happen with him returning to direct. Then Legendary Chief Thomas Tall introduced one more piece of classified footage done in newsreel style that flashed silhouettes of classic monsters Rodan, Mothra, and Ghidorah. Tull said that Toho Studios has been, quote, great to us, and that, yes, Godzilla will face off against his three biggest rivals in the next big screen adventure. We won't be getting that, though, until 2018, so... Hmm. I mean, get them, give them a few years to work on that. There's three monsters yeah. they have to make, number yeah. one. Four, sure. excuse me. Well, they don't really need to make Godzilla. They already have made. But you have to rewrite, you know, have to write in three new monsters, how they're going to make this three a disaster movie like the last one. I love the last one, man. That was a damn good movie. So they just said 2018 for that? I'm pretty positive that's okay. one. I mean, it's 2014 now. you got to give them two to three, maybe four years on production on that crap. So yeah. It's possible. Is the Godzilla sequel? The Godzilla sequel. Godzilla not, 2. Not four years. Yeah. No. It seems like a long ways away. Yeah. I'm pretty positive, I don't th- man. I don't, th- I don't think so. Well, maybe, or it might have something to do with this, because also Legendary Pictures has set King Kong film Skull Island for November 4th, 2016. It announced the film with a surprise teaser at, teaser at the very end of its Hall H panel. Uh, footage of an ancient island flashed on the screen with a voiceover comparing it to the very early days of Earth. It was stormy with lightning and glimpses of creatures ending with King Kong roaring. Quote, previous works have touched on the island, but staying and exploring this mysterious and dangerous place offers Legendary the opportunity to take audiences deeper inside the rich world with a style and scope that parallels other Legendary productions. Red light. Uh, Legendary (laughs) said in a statement. Thumbs down. uh, And this could potentially be the start of a larger offshoot of monster films. Oh, please stop. Even a monster cinematic universe. As Legendary's what press they, release following they will the panel, never fucking understand. Dropped the word universe several it. times. God damn it! And of course, if you're not sure, King Kong lore, Skull Island Fuck is the mysterious off. home of the giant ape. Fuck and off! Fuck off! Fuck off! Fuck off! They Fuck own off. both. Fuck off, stupid fucks. King Kong and Godzilla. I think you know where this is going. Yep. Fine. Who cares? I've seen that one. That's fine. I just fuck who cares. <laughs> yeah. You're done with cares? that? I'm done with movies, man. Are, are you done with the, the collective universe thing? I'm an thing old happening? man. I'm checked out. Yeah. An old man. Checked out. I got my fill of stuff I enjoy. I'm done. Because where's our universes now? We have Marvel, Cinematic Universe, Spider Man's universe, the Fox X Men Fantastic Four universe, the Universal Monsters universe, the oh, Godzilla King which Kong is a universe. Mm-hmm. Am I missing one? Uh, I just looked up Pacific the Godzilla thing. It universe, does. which is also going to have animated stuff extending out from it soon, right? We, yeah, but I mean, as far as like taking Old multiple properties, properties and, put, and oh, I'm sorry, Batman v Superman DC universe. There you go. There, mm-hmm. forgot that one. But taking multiple movies and then Tying combining the them one, together, the yeah. King Arthur universe thing that's starting, that's happening. Oh, bro, just stop. 
Just stop. Boy, Avengers I, opened up that Pandora's box. Thanks, wow. Avengers. <laughs> it's only, but, I mean, it's one of the it's biggest movie ever. Because it's the greatest movie. It's right. really, really, well, it's not the greatest movie, but it's really, really good. It's the best comic book movie ever made. Yeah. And people, and the studios are going, hey, look at all that money. Let's do it. Mm, well, it's, yeah, it's like, but in, in that sense, Marvel did it the right way. They built up to it. And now all these others are trying to emulate well, it. That's with, what they're trying with, to do. They're trying to build up with these single well, sure, but movies I'm, up I'm to I'm saying a, they're build. I think they're trying to build these other universes with properties that are not quite as nothing, robust as, at all. as a Marvel universe. So, well, And as you said, Marvel did it the right way. Each yeah. movie had its character, and then oh, at the end the it would tease universe. you with the next. That's, yeah, that's the, mar- the that's Universal the monsters. monsters. Yeah, but, but I'm talking the Emotep. New wave. Oh, you mean that's getting rebooted? The Brendan Fraser. Yeah, the Fraser verse. See, I didn't mind those films. I didn't mind them at all. I I actually had a good time with them. I have. I did have fun with them too. But that what was it? The second one where the bird gets killed. That killed me. That was so funny. The the only issue I had with the second one was the the horrid horrid CG that that happened at the end. Oh my god! As the Scorpion King. It's like the whole movie was was okay up to that point. That was Scorpion King, right? Yeah. yeah. No, no, that was that was Mummy 2, was which, Mummy fed 2 in, which fed into they, Scorpion yes, King. And Scorpion King I got to see for free oh, did you? in the theaters, and Griffin and I laughed our asses off the whole fucking time. <laughs> I heard it's it's just... Wow. Yeah. Wowie, wow, wow. Well, I heard Rock's new Hercules isn't any better. Oh, I'm sure it's terrible. He's, ter- he's not very good. Well, he I'll blame even be that on Brett Ratner then. He couldn't even be Roadblock. How hard is it to be Roadblock? Um, I that do, movie was show up in a tank top and go... Who wants a body massage? Dude, that movie was <laughs> a body massage. First of all, that movie Who was horseshit. That movie was horseshit, and I don't blame that on The Rock. Uh, but he's yeah, I can't I can't blame The Rock for that movie either. That well, that was just a giant. I blame turd. him for taking that paycheck. He needs to leave that shit alone. <laughs> Why Dude, you take the paycheck? If you got offered True. a giant turd of a script, and they said we're gonna pay you a couple million dollars to do it, you would you're telling me you would not turn down the check. I'm not saying that at all. That's uh, that's okay. That's but, what I thought. Yeah, your I'm mic's sure. not on, homeboy. Did you shut the mic off? <laughs> Did you shut your mic off and he talk shut to you? Yes. Mi- we're sitting here and I'm like, what were you saying? <laughs> you were saying something? <laughs> Say it into the mic for us. I, I, I am now. <laughs> I see a pattern emerging with The Rock's acting career because have you seen Pain in Game? That's another that's pile a, of horseshit. That's well, well, that's also, that's also a, a Michael, Michael Bay, Bay movie. Film. Oh, yeah, He's he just working for the ro- with the wrong directors. Now, Every guy takes a wrong movie. And works. I mean, look at Samuel L. Jackson. He's my favorite actor. He's not in a lot of stellar movies by any stretch of the imagination, but he's in a lot of damn good movies too. True. Sure. Uh, okay. So then, tell me what so far has been Rock's best work. I think his life. The because, rundown uh, was good. Yeah, the rundown I thought was good. The remakes. Because rundown and he is hiding behind Walking Tall, a bunch of pairs of pumps. If you know what I'm talking Walking about, Walking Tall wasn't bad. Walking Tall Walking wasn't tall. bad. You would have to part several dresses and move a lot of hangers to really get to. Um, the rock. He was hilarious in Be Cool, the Get Shorty sequel. Okay. Um, oh right, right, right. I forgot he was in. He that. was at the beginning of the other guys with Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell, which with him and Samuel Jackson was yes. hilarious. Yes, hilarious. Yes. Okay. So let me ask you this then: if the speculation and more than probability of him being Shazam is true, uh, does this excite you or make you nervous? It's. I, I'm sure it excites me more than him being in GI Joe. That's for damn sure. Well, GI Joe didn't excite many people. Exactly. Together. So, so you think Rock's got the chops to be Captain Marvel? Well, do you think it's that, I mean, 
Yes. All former Death wrestlers Tooth. are really still paying. Uh, uh, what's his name that runs the WWE? Vince uh, McMahon. Vince, Vince McMahon. So well, technically, his still, son-in-law runs it now. Well, as I say, but he still takes a, a fairly large chunk out of each one of these guys' movie paychecks. Does he? The Rock? Every, no, he does not. He does not. I, th- I the thought Rock he was is, still. No, the Rock is he now done with? Well, with he, that? he goes back and forth to WWE sometimes, but he has. They have no hold on him for making money. If like because like his first few films, yeah, like Scorpion King, he was giving ones, yeah. he then, was giving a, a huge right. chunk of then, his paycheck. Then because he was under contract at that time, John Cena, guys like The Miz, whoever, they are probably still under contract and they're doing movies. Kane doing Cena Evil Two, uh, you right. know, they're 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 still under contract. But are you sure that he's completely I, he not free? Under contract. Yeah, he just well, he, I, I know he's not under contract with the WWE, but he's still doing films. I'm not sure as an actor. Is but he I'm not, not sure if he's still... giving money. I, okay. That makes it kind of the, the reason I ask is because, like, for instance, uh, like w- Torgo and I were talking about uh, the whole American Idol thing, where like for the rest of their life, the the winners are well, even and even the losers. Any any album they produce has something ridiculous, like forty or fifty percent of their take goes to the producers of American Idol. So, and for the rest of their life, so. I would not say it's beyond the realm of possibility that this happens with with the wrestlers in the WWE as well. So that's my 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 the whole point of this was: Do you think maybe The Rock is taking all these paychecks in order to keep, you know, getting his sixty percent or whatever of each paycheck, and then having to pay all these other? It's you know, possible that he's doing those. Mo- I mean, the horrible movies for that reason, and then like if yeah, he I finds mean, a you've got to keep the income coming in exactly. so that you can just live. And it, that is possible. Um, and I was going to bring up the fact that he's been in the fast, the the, the past two fast movies, which are, to be quite honest, like those are, might be his best roles. Like, is he's playing just a really badass marshal or like you know uh, Interpol kind of guy? Those are the roles that he's taken. I'm looking at his other list. I mean, he's done the Gridiron Gang, which wasn't too bad. His bad one was fucking Doom. That was another <laughs> mishap. Obviously, Doom but again, was a, an all-around terrible. But then again, yeah, I don't blame that on him either. I mean, that's that's like you can only do so much. He's he knows he's entertaining. The other night, I saw him on Jimmy Fallon, and I like promoting the Hercules movie, and they they were just doing some funny stuff. They did like a little bit of together, and I was like, man, if Jimmy Fallon and The Rock did more stuff together, it'd be absolutely entertaining. I mean, he seems like a super guy overall. Yeah. I mean, it, nobody has ever really said anything bad about him, like co-stars and so forth. Nope. So I don't, you know, I'm not saying that he's... No, but mm. these movies, I mean, I have I have a feeling that he could do Captain Marvel sure. justice. It seems like something that's right for him. Yeah I, yeah, I think with the right script and the right director, he'd probably be fine. If all of that as well, we'll be fine. <laughs> you remember Sunwell. seeing that in the theater, Paul, when we all went and saw Doom? That horrible, horrible film we saw. You guys paid two, to see that? Two oh, solid man. minutes of it almost being something inspired, and then it was just. Gone. Is that the it first was, person stuff? Yeah. Oh man, that's it. And look what Carl Urban's done since then. He did Dread. Well, Carl Urban Amazing is just movie. An awesome. Carl Urban's Amazing great movie. Dread was awesome. He's yeah, a great it actor. really was. And The Rock wasn't terrible in that movie. No, it's not his fault again. Yeah, but at a just... certain point. People have to claim responsibility for the things they do. <laughs> I'm sorry. You cannot say the Rock's entire career is not his fault. It, he goddamn chose some shit. <laughs> or or his agent. Or, or his, his agent. agent. Right. So what? It's, he chose the agent. The man has some goddamn culpability. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, if you've got the wrong agent, he's giving the you The Rock doesn't care what you say is his fault. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you smell what the rock is cooking? The pile Can of you shit smell down? all the money I fucking made, asshat? He was also the tooth fairy, so there's that. Oh, you know, that was a good you know movie. what? Forget about it. He's forget it. Whatever. He is a thing. He is a product. Packed, That's true. Shipped. I mean, John Cena's on pebbles for fuck's sake. Yeah, it's all the same. Paul's just fucking jealous. He ain't on a box of cereal. You know what? Yes, but I, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. Yes. I don't know, man. I tell you what. Going to see that FSW show, their product is so superior to WWE right now. It's tragic. Let's not talk about wrestling. We're talking about comics. I'm talking about <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> WWE is in the shithole right now. I tried, guys. Poop. I tried. There's nothing good to watch. I'm just telling you. It's just garbage now. It makes me sad. The one guy here who could sit and talk wrestling with him doesn't even want to talk wrestling. Because there's nothing to be talking about right now. It's garbage, poop, 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 fart, fart. <laughs> All right. What what match do you want to see next? Nothing. Continue. No, seriously. You want what? Matt, you got a match? No, I'm not going to get on this. Just there's nothing you want to see? Comic comic news. Comic news. Or Comic-Con news. He's not, he's he's not, not going to play in your sandbox. Answer, answer I'm not question. Is there a match that you want to see? Between current stars or from yeah, the past? Yeah, right now. Is there a match with the current roster, the people who are day players? Is there somebody you want? Is there a fight you even give a fuck about? Yeah, I want to see a pipe wrench fight between Bo Leave and <laughs> pipe wrench, pipe wrench, pipe wrench, and for, let's see for those that did get and, the and pipe you're wrench. digging around for another person. Which is Basically, yes, you just yes. want to see okay. Bo Leave get his ass beat. <laughs> yes, uh, no, I but, do. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. WD has no shortage of people you want to see destroyed. <laughs> There's no shortage of people that you despise. Oh, throw him in a garbage hole. Great. I can't wait to see that match. And the champion will be nobody. Nobody cares. There's not a face in that company anymore. Ever since. Uh, Watch your mouth. Who's 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 in it? Who's the face? Who? Triple H. Get <laughs> <laughs> Triple H a face? No, we're oh, not oh, talking sorry, about sorry. that. Okay, he no, knows no. what I'm getting yeah. into. I'm not going to mention it. He's on not here. a face. I'm not saying he's and a face. And he'll never be a face. No, but he can be. Nope. Nope. <laughs> he's not play, in that he's fucking playing corporate right structure. Now. He's playing it right now. It's, nope. He's just playing the guy that Good luck. Like, is the... Clue the audience in. Dean Ambrose. <laughs> Dean luck. Ambrose is a face currently somewhat. Mm. He's on the verge of being half and half. Yeah, he's a rebel face. Good luck. Whatever. <laughs> During, they don't know what they're doing with their product. During Marvel's panel, it was announced that um, writer Mark Wade will script a brand new comic series simply called Shield. The stars, ref- the stars, uh, sorry, the series will star Agent Coulson, who's already been a presence in Marvel Comics universe, and feature other characters from the TV series. Wade hopes that uh, to focus on Coulson's superhero fandom and use that uh, to pair the Shield team up with a number of superheroes. Rocket Raccoon and Howard the Duck were both named from throughout the Marvel Universe for what sounds like a self-contained stories that will be easily accessible to fans of the show who might not be so familiar with the comics. I keep on hearing about Howard the Duck. Give me a second. Quote, this is S.H.I.E.L.D., the TV show, the unlimited budget edition, Wade said. This is our chance to introduce a lot of the other characters into the Marvel Universe and give them the Marvel Universe spin. Issue number one comes out in December. So that's a comic where Coulson's going to be with Rocket Raccoon and... Supposedly. They're going, to, they're going to take the Shield characters because the TV show, let's face it, has a budget. There's right. only so much special effects crap. they can do, and this allows them to pair up with Storm, to pair up with characters they couldn't even do in the movies. Right, and I keep hearing about Howard the Duck. Now I'm going to see. 
Guardians in two days. You mean Rocket Raccoon? No, I swear to you. I keep on people keep telling me that Howard the Duck is referenced or it makes in a fucking appearance in Guardians of the Galaxy. Wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah, that would be. Just, I mean, it keeps being referenced to me, and I'm like, really? I never even knew he was a part of the Marvel universe. To be honest, is uh, is he cosmic? His Howard the Duck cosmic? He's like I, squirrel dude. Girl, you're right? asking me. I don't know. Is he like squirrel? I'm girl? asking everybody. Like, I'm pretty yeah, sure he's, he's cosmic. from another he yeah. cosmic, yeah. Because okay. he can work. Af- assume other forms and shit. Sure, there. Hmm. Okay. I, okay. Then by all means, why not? From another planet. This yeah, seriously is the same. second time he's been referenced to me in like the past few days about Guardians of the Galaxy and and when you said Rocket Raccoon and Howard the Duck, I was we're, like, what the fuck? We're gonna find out real soon. Apparently, aren't we? Right. yeah, I'm going to see the movie in two days on IMAX 3D. So, and I don't see any movie in IMAX 3D I know if it's post production. This one, I told you, this one made me think different. Any thoughts on the Shield comic book series? Enough of Agent Coulson stop already. It. Stop, oh, it. stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Nobody fucking cares about your garbage. Shut up! Exactly. God, I hate everything right now. You know what? I, I, I fucking hate all this. If you were salty, you would have asked salty. me before I saw the end of that series. I would be right there with you. But I'm sorry, I'm not with Paul. By the end, by the end of that series, I'm I'm actually on board. For but this. why do we have to defend twenty arc, twenty episode arc garbage? That pays off in a half hour. No, no. But it, it paid didn't off pay off. In it paid off in half. 10 episodes. Yeah. How many episodes? The final 10 episodes. Then why not just make it 10 episodes? Or better yet, six good episodes. Because you had to establish the characters beforehand. Yes. It's without, without destroying the arc, unfortunately, the shitty part was necessary. <sighs> Much like first season of Buffy. First season of Buffy sucks. We brought this up again but, and right. again. But I don't think that, that, that show to me never got it right. That shows poop, poop, poop. And I disagree. I still I like know. Buffy to this day. Poop, poop, poop. <laughs> I'm an angel fan. You're also a girl. <laughs> All right, moving on. At San Diego Comic-Con, the crowd got to see the first footage from Mad Max Fury Road. Director George Miller's return to the character and Fury post-apocalyptic... Road, take me home. Wasteland. To the place. Blaster Master belong. <laughs> Bar Town. That's where Blaster Master, he ruled Bar Town. Fury Road. Take me home. Fury Road. Fury Road. To the place called Bar Town. Town. With Blaster Master. Blaster Master. Who run Bar Town. Blaster Master. Blaster Master. Fury Road. Fury Road. Beyond Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Wearing a wig and big ass earrings. Give us a bunch of children. children. Not as good as the first one. First one. Take, me home. Take me home. Fury Road. Fury Road. <laughs> oh, Mad Max. Such an anti Semite. <laughs> Whoa, what a no. That was beautiful, man. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Just kind of trailed off there at the end. <laughs> The gas ran out. George Miller's return. I ran apart. I got. I got the image of Mel Gibson in my head. (laughs) I couldn't shake it. The chainsaw was revving. He stops. He stops a fucking song. (laughs) The chainsaw was cutting through the branch and ran out of gas halfway through. All right. George Miller's return of the character post-apocalyptic wasteland. He first unleashed more than thirty years ago, but now that Miller's rebooting the series, he's not going to stop at one movie. Film school rejects via John uh, via giant robe. Uh, giant robot uh, reports that during post-panel press conference in San Diego, Miller revealed that Fury Road is just the beginning. 
Quote, in order to tell this story, we came up with two others. We've written the screenplay of one and the novelization of another, but it's a very rough novel. We kept working on them while we were working on other things. Uh, unquote. Mad, Mad Max Fury Road, starring Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron, comes out May 15th, 2015. All right. So when I saw this trailer, my jaw dropped. I mean, the cinematography is beautiful. It casts that whole, you know, post-apocalyptic view. Absolutely perfect. And just seeing the one clip of Charlize Theron as Furiosa was just like, man, this movie's going to kick fucking ass. It looked, it, I, the trailer was great. I really enjoyed it. However, if you ever want to see that overplayed culmination of orange hues versus blue hues, this is your trailer. Yeah. There, it's, it's all orange or all blue and nothing else. Right. <laughs> What's up, old man? I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, a bunch of uh, young-ass punk kids were complaining that uh, after they saw the Thunder Fury Road trailer... They're like, they stole all that from Rage. <laughs> the id game that came out three Seriously. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, okay, you, you young pups. So cute. It's adorable. Yeah, that's just how that it happens. is, man. Was there, was there a, a, like a Mad Max universe set TV series a while back? I seem to remember there's a TV series. I don't remember. One. I know there's a video game coming out of this, too. Yeah. Right. There's an open world game that's coming. There's a tie-in with uh, there was Kotex. Some... Mad Max Tampax. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's gonna be a real that's gonna be a real product mover. <laughs> that, that retains a lot of water. It's very necessary. That's right. Time. That's right. <laughs> Only one shall leave. Yeah. <laughs> and it shall be Ant Flow. You will leave Ant Flow. Anti Flow runs barge. <laughs> who run? Who run this time of the month? It's and Flow run this time of the month. It's times like this I really miss the captain. Get her, get her. If you're listening, Luddite, I I'd want you to come back. Mad please. Max Tampax. Mad Max Tampax. Two eggs enter, no eggs leave. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we don't wanna ruin our panties. <laughs> We just want to keep our clothes dry. All we need is lots of protection and wing liners. And wing Comic-Con. liners. Mad Max Tampax for the vicious beast that lives in your vagina. Mad Max Tampax. Biden packs of 500. I swear that's gonna be that's gonna be the uh, that's gonna be the headliner for this week's episode. Mad Max Tampax, when the, the Mad when Max Tampax in your clap, vagina. Clap, 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 clap. Mad Max Tampax. Clap, 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 clap. Well, welcome back to the show, Paul. <laughs> At Comic Con, Joe. I Hill. can't believe Comic Con news is driving me insane. Yeah, it really it's is. Shit. <laughs> it's Joe, shit for you, Joe. Yes. Joe Hill announced that the comic book series Lock and Key... Joe whom? Joe... <laughs> Joe Mama! <laughs> you gotta give him that one! You gotta give it. We oh, did. Uh, we gave it yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, his series Lock and Key will be adapted to a film trilogy by Albert Torres. It's gonna who be wrote called the Key and Lock, and it's all gonna be about a door, and that's it. They're changing it a lot. They wrote the. He wrote the little scene 2008 film Henry Poole is Here. 
Uh, neither a release date nor stars have been announced. Quote, Lock and Key tells of three siblings who, after the gruesome murder of their father, moved to their ancestral home in Maine. They soon discover the house has magical keys that give the bearers a vast array of powers and abilities. Little do they know, but soon will, that a devious demon also wants the keys. Red light. It's a... a it's in the, oh, I thought this was Red Light, Green Light. No, we're getting to that. But it is an amazing series. If you have not read Lock and Key, slap yourself first and then go get one. It's great. I keep looking for uh, the first trade. Uh, I don't know where I'm going to find it. So uh, You can always borrow mine. Mine's I'm not, a- neither a borrower nor a lender bee. All right. I will buy books. If I believe in the book, I will buy the goddamn book. There it is. But it's great. Spend the fucking money for it. People and don't we, buy we reviewed shit. Lock and Key on the show. Yep, Absolutely. Uh, James Gunn has been confirmed as the writer and director for the sequel to Guardians of the Galaxy. All right. Good. Make it work, Guardians. <laughs> Guardians 2. It's going to work. I tell you what. All right. First one's already going to work. Let's see what happens. Let's get Star-Lord over here. Okay, what are you doing? Are right, you got a kind of a trench coat thing going on. Okay. I'm not, I like it. I like it. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll go with it. I think, I think it's going to be fine. It's going to be hot during the summer, but... Make it work. It'll now, be fine. Now, what do you now, think? What do we got here? What do we got here? What's this? Is it just a jumper? Just an orange jumper on the raccoon? All right. Well, if, if that's what a raccoon wears, I'm okay with it. I, do, do you think raccoons are going to like it? Make it work. <laughs> All right, raccoon. I'm trusting you. I'm trusting your eye. Okay. All right. What do we have here? Oh, now, see, you're green. So you're a winter. <laughs> so whatever you wear, just remember that. All right. Keep that in mind. Okay. Oh, a veil? I'm all right with it. Now, you, you are a tree person. (laughs) I want to know about accessorizing. Are you going to go Christmas style? Are you going to go ornaments? Hmm? Ornaments? Because I'm I'm with it. I am Groot. If that, great. (laughs) Great. Groot, that's great, Groot. I am Groot. Let's, okay, then let's go with tinsel. (laughs) You know what? At least try it. Would you try it for me? Would you I try am it? Groot. Okay, tree person. I'm going to leave your space. You go <laughs> ahead and keep at it. Make it work, tree person. And finally, we have Batista. Hmm. <laughs> well, fish uh, sticks. Just going to let it go. I'm just going to let you do your thing. You got kind of a veiny thing going on? Sure. You're just wearing tight pants. I'm with it. I'm with it. Oh, oh. What? Who's the director? Bautista. James Gunn? Oh, I thought it was me. Tim Gunn. <laughs> Tim Gunn. Sorry. <laughs> James, you go ahead and take over. You're going to do better with these people. <laughs> and soon the Guardians of the Galaxy animated series will also become a reality. Marvel teased the new series with a one-minute trailer featuring Star-Lord and Rocket Raccoon. No word on yet when the series will begin airing, but it will likely join the company's super cartoon lineup on Disney XD, which already features Ultimate Spider-Man. Which we all know stands for Extra Dick. Avengers Assemble and Hulk (laughs) and the Agents of Smash. Welcome to Disney XD, home of Extra Dick. It's a dick power hour. XD. Get your extra dick right here. XD. It stands for dick. The X stands for extra. Extra dick. On Disney. Get your extra D. XD. Extra dick. Dick for everyone. And a little bit extra. Hey, you like dick? You're at the right place. You found Disney XD. The X stands for extra. The D for dick. Here we go. It's a Saturday morning full of dick. Extra dick. 
Get your cartoon brain ready, because here comes an explosion of dick. Extra dick for extra Disney. The D <laughs> means dick. Well, it probably meant Disney. But now it means dick. <laughs> XD for extra dick. Open up. Say ah. I don't dick. Wanna, extra I don't, dick. I don't want to imagine the visual of the explosion of dick. All the dick. <laughs> all the dick ever on Disney XD. Like Which stands it, for extra dick. Okay, now whenever you do explosion, um, is, is it an explosion with where the debris is a bunch of dicks, or is it like a dick a single exploding? dick exploding into several <laughs> cocks? <Okay. laughs> now remember that whenever they say explosion on the ice cream social, mm-hmm. every time you hear explosion, you know it's really blown up. Extra dick. <laughs> Welcome to Disney XD. Extra dick. XD. Hey, uh, I want to say to all those people that listen to. Uh, <laughs> Our show in the car, extra deep, or somewhere where other people can hear it. Turn that last part up and play it again. <laughs> <laughs> like for a good, just I hope they could loop that. Someone will. Yeah, for an hour and twenty minutes. Extra on dick. <laughs> XD Disney XD home of extra dick. The X stands for extra. D means dick. <laughs> extra dick XD. You're at the home for dick. This one's for extra you, dick. <laughs> Extra dick. With his kids. (laughs) Extra dick. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) XD. Extra dick. Coming your way. Coming your way? Coming your way. Whoa. (laughs) At the annual San Diego Comic-Con Cup of Joe panel, headed by Marvel Chief Creative Officer Joe Quesada, three new Star Wars series were unveiled. Uh, all three comic books will take place between Star Wars and The Empire Strikes Back in the midst of the Rebellion's struggle. First, we got a new series simply titled Star Wars from writer Jason Aaron and artist John Cassidy. The series will follow Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, and friends as they battle the Galactic Empire. Uh, then we got Star Wars Darth Vader from writer Kieran Gillen and artist Salvador La Roca, which will chronicle the events of the Star Wars universe through the eyes of Vader. And finally, the Today, five... Today, I saw an Ewok die. It died and laid on the screen for 22 long seconds. Also, I saw a Wookiee. It walked onto the Millennium Falcon and sat in the pilot seat. It tried to turn on the turbo thing, but turbo it thing. wouldn't work. <laughs> turbo thing. The turbo thing was That's disabled. That's his actual name, the turbo thing. Last night, I went to bed hungry. Because the man who brings the cheese was late. <laughs> this morning, I had a bowl full of hate with a big glass full of shit piss, which is actually all I need to keep me going in the mornings. It's just apricots. It is. Tonight, I watched Real Housewives of Orange County. I was very disappointed that the one angry one didn't hit the other one. What are they thinking? I feel like this should be accompanied with like, like some kind of like a wooden flute or something. <laughs> Tonight, I will be accompanied with a wooden flute. <laughs> what was that from? What was that <laughs> the, the, Oh, you, some, some like Native American thing you did. You were like, you found like a little plastic whistle thing and you were like, oh yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> 
and then, the, and then you're and going then the this whole rant yeah, about yeah. it's like long yeah. ago yeah, before the white man that's came. That's right. That's right. I remember that. Oh, that's drawn way back. Do we even have that episode up somewhere? I'm, no, this wasn't on an episode. This was just you effing around <laughs> in, in, in like Skills Garage or something. Oh, I remember that now. It's like like for like half an hour. Guys, you are hearing done. you are hearing uh, prenatal. <laughs> Geek shock. Yeah, pre-geek shock. <laughs> Proto-geek shock bits. <laughs> I remember. Oh, that's what it was. That was, uh, we were cleaning out uh, Travis's garage. Yes. And I uh, right. found an old recorder. <laughs> I started playing on <laughs> that, the recorder. Yeah, it was, yeah. wasn't it? That's where I found, uh, he had an ALF poster, ALF for president, and he oh, was wow. going to throw it away, and I snagged that motherfucker and stuck it in the alien back area. That's and right, it, you and did. And lived there for several more years, because <laughs> what better president for the aliens than ALF? Truth. Ha! Huh. <laughs> And finally, My the five form is all about cats <laughs> eating them. Finally, the five-issue miniseries Star Wars Princess Leia by Mark Wade and artist Harry Dodson, which will follow Leia's journey in the aftermath of Alderaan's destruction. Star Wars will hit stores in January, followed by Darth Vader in February. I hopped to one asteroid. Leia and I hopped to another one. Then I hopped to another one. They're all little pieces of my home. Hoppity hop, hop, hop. What a blowed up hole. <laughs> Welcome to Disney said. XD. The X stands for extra. The D stands for dick. Is that what she calls her vagina? The blow it up hole. No, that's I what I thought. Han that's calls what it. the Mad Max tampons were for. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need a blowed up hole. Nice callback. Yeah, that's not what she calls it. Joe. Mad that's Max tampons. Huh. Buy them in bricks of five hundred <laughs> for you and your entire clan. Whoa, whoa! If you don't. <laughs> <laughs> the the next time, the next time your woman is on Fury Road, make sure <laughs> that you have given her plenty of Mad Max Tampax. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Menses Warrior, the Ayatollah of <laughs> the Menses Warrior. Is that what you said? <laughs> the Menses Warrior. <laughs> Sam Raimi looking to bring Naughty Dog's The Last of Us video game to the big screen. Uh, Neil Druckmann, Naughty Dog's creative director, revealed they met with Game of Thrones star Maisie Williams, who plays Arya Stark in the HBO series, for the role of Ellie in the film. The Last of Us follows two survivors, Joel and Ellie, on a journey 20 years after an infectious pandemic spread by the Cordyceps virus has ravaged humanity. So, gentlemen, it's the moment we've all been waiting for. Red light, green light! All the really new announcements that came out of Comic-Con I'm just going to say it now. You don't really need my opinion. You know what it is. Listen, you, you don't be prejudging this shit. You need to on its own merits. Okay. If it's well, if it's, if it's versed if it's well, right. then I'll agree. If it's done right. If it, no, if, if it's, it's versed well. well. If it's versed well, then right. I will agree. Once again, we will be casting the uh, group here. I will be the pitch man. The rest of the gentlemen will be executives at our fictional... Uh, production company since we have an even number of executives if it is a tie you get kicked up to commander k who will make the final distinction as to whether it'll be red lit or green lit keep in mind all these things thus far are truly green lit in real life uh, i don't i don't want to su- suffer the the commander's rage again that, oh, that's, the boss that's can not been pleasant all right well comic legend warren ellis has signed up with The Walking Dead producer Gail Ann Hurd to create a new and original TV project with Universal <laughs> Cable <Cabot> Productions. <laughs> now, this marks Ellis's first television project. 
Uh, now, that's not what I'm going to pitch to you. I got two to pitch to you from Universal, but I like the fact that that um, Ellis is going into television. He's a fucked up mind. Television deserves him. <laughs> now, Universal has also snagged the TV rights to IDW's horror comic Nightmare and the Kickstarter-funded pulp adventure comic Five Ghosts. All right, so here's the first one. Nightmare tells the story of a young woman trained to be a lucid dreamer. But when she enters the mind of a patient who just happens to be a serial killer, she is placed in jeopardy as nightmares and reality become frighteningly intertwined. John Pogue of The Quiet Ones has been signed to write and direct the pilot. Uh, Original idea, huh? The I Cell? The Cell. The Cell? Sake. Yes. No thank you. Even before that, um, uh, shoot, what was the name of that? Dreamscape. Film? Dreamscape, thank you. Also, Dream Warriors, the third Thank installment you. of the Freddy series. Right. Fuck any of the Freddy series. Nightmares and reality become intertwined. Now, again, these are all films. Also, the Bible. Nightmares and reality, all the same. <laughs> so this, these are so far that you mentioned of all films. This is the first TV series with yeah, that You can't aspect. make that play out. Well, yeah. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's folks. the problem. When you base the crux of the premise of a show on dream life and reality intermingling you come up on a very hard problem which in a film works because like with nightmare it's like that da, 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 i'm going to school that da, 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 i'm eating my lunch that da, 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 freddy's coming out of my milk carton <laughs> right right fine but in a tv series if that kind of shit happens on the reg you then all you it. do is sit there and watch and go is this the real or is this is this the real life? Is, is this, this a nightmare escape? <laughs> right? And you won't ever know. And that's where it all breaks down because you it's won't get you won't be able to get grounded in either space and it'll be too weird. It's the problem I have with American Horror Story, the first season anyway. The first couple of episodes I was like, what the f-? yeah. Lost me. I, I've got to give that show a second chance at some point. I mean, you need to watch that too. But uh, but the first, yeah. But that's that's my opinion. Okay. I think it'll be very hard to keep keep it uh, on track. So is that a red light? A red light. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I I will also give it a red light. I just I I don't see them being able to do this. Also, uh, you don't get to fucking sell a show on a goddamn pun. Plus, it's universal. <laughs> it'll probably wind up on Sci Fi Channel, which means it probably won't get the the treatment it deserves. Seems like the was. problem is very deep. Because every time I try to sleep, I have nightmares. Thinking about getting together with you. <laughs> thinking about getting back together again with you. Gentlemen. Oh, every Red time light. I try to sleep, then you come I find and the idea give of an me original the idea laughable. Right there. We just mentioned the and all those other ones. Getting together with you. So red light. What the hell are you doing? Thinking about getting back together again with you. I put my Auntie Paul wall up, so I can't really. Nightmares <laughs> in my. I think you went Kids Incorporated on us. Nightmares in my. It sounds very Kids Incorporated. In my nightmares. Hey Fergie, we're trying to make a decision here. Nightmares. In I, my I assume it's a red light for me. Fucking it is. In my I never. I, I heard nothing original. Exactly. That's my problem. With that. That's all I've been saying since I started Red Light Green Light. That's a violent femme song, by the by. <laughs> I didn't know it. Yeah. No, that's the problem with Hollywood today. People need Either to get more familiar rehash, with their entire canon. No, I celebrate like Paul, their whole who are the problem today. What? 
Okay, I'll agree with what? that. <laughs> What's that? I said it's people like you are the problem today. It seems that the problem is very deep. Every time that I try to sleep, I have nightmares. <laughs> thinking about getting together with you. Please the next show is that again. Five Ghosts. It follows... <laughs> I got three ghosts for you. <laughs> right here. My dick and balls. <laughs> five. Boo, bitch. Boo. Three ghosts to your five. I raise you three. Boo. They're in a sheet. Watch like, this. More like two and a half. Watch this. When the one bones up. All right, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> but when the one yeah, bones up. That one. When the one bones up, it's like a ghost in a sheet. It's like a tent ghost. Boo. <laughs> then the other two are just hanging out. Slowly rotating around each other. A tent ghost, not a tent pole. <laughs> yeah, it's a tent ghost. Boo! Five ghosts Fuck follows. Fuck five ghosts. A 1930s era treasure hunter. Oh, it's getting worse. Possessed by five literary ghosts: Merlin, Robin Hood, Sherlock Holmes, Musashi, and Dracula. Get the fuck out of here! The series was originally funded on Kickstarter in 2012. Evan Daughtery of Who Snow White this and. Shit? The Huntsman and Divergent fame is attached to write the pilot and executive produce. If any of you are, who are listening to this and you funded this shit, shame on you. Kickstarter, really? Yeah. Oh, no. This is a definite fuck you. <laughs> well, it's happening regardless, I right? I mean, it's a definite yeah. red light. That's also hilarious. a fuck you yeah, for red sure. Light. That sounds really bad. Again, it, it, these, 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 these new creations, these people are like, hey, new original idea. <coughs> Eight old ideas. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what it is. It's like, hey, here's here's a I whole different thing. Twelve. Oh my god! Eighty <laughs> Jeff just decloaked one over here. <laughs> Audible fart noise. He ripped it right. It, you heard him say sorry, it's, folks. It's pointed right I at hope you. you heard, I know. Right I hope you heard the fart sound. It was intense. <laughs> but it seems like the problem is very deep. I smell farts and I cannot sleep. It's a fart mare. Stinking about. You know, Jeff, I would have thought that would have stopped him from singing. <laughs> no. But nothing, oh. nothing stop stops him. him. Woo! Woo! <laughs> I'm happy it's gone Woo! that way. Woo! Um, oh, man. Wow, yeah. Oh, that's got a root beer chaser on it. <laughs> root Did you have root beer chaser. today? No. No? Oh, fuck. Well, whenever you had root beer. I had root beer. Oh! Did you be. Were you Frenching him? No. What happened? <laughs> How'd he get that root beer on it? Because, man. Woo-wee. Maybe it's Dr. Did you, Pepper. Did you and sit on a root beer? Oh, was it Dr. Pepper? Maybe. You had Dr. Pepper? Yeah. Just making sure we all get it. <laughs> what What else did you have? Did you have Dr. Pepper and root beer? No. No? What gives it to... Did you have some candy? No. What'd you have? Dr. Like Pepper all what? day? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to discover the culprit of this... This hey, odor, Torgo. this odor it's combination. Thank you for wafting it over here. It gives the term, uh, you know, what's in my mouth a very new meaning. <laughs> It's, as long as it's not a me, it's all that you know. I'll well, tell that you, could if be you the can, butt of everybody's joke. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> if you can sell an audio fart, you've made it in this business. <laughs> uh, Jeff, when are you not the joke of this? Also, Jeff, just, just for future reference, if you're about to rip one like that again, get the mic in front of it. <laughs> I didn't know that one was coming, to be That's, honest. <laughs> it's a softball you didn't throw? <laughs> Usually, <laughs> I can, usually I can tell when they're on the way. Sneaker but that squeaker. one was, uh, yeah. No, no, that's sneaker squeaker. That was pretty hard. Ball. Usually I can tell. Usually I can tell. I keep a track. I, I have a journal. I have a fart journal. Dear fart diary, today I was sure you were coming. Nope. 
<laughs> you never came. I'm so sad. What will I do without you, stinky, stinky fart? Well, I guess I'll go. Oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness you finally visited me. Good night, fart diary. Fart diary next day. Dear fart diary. Already a better plot than the last two we did. Today's fart was a juicy Lucy. I'm really kind of upset that it betrayed me in this way. I didn't have a chance to change pants, and I was stuck at work all day with a real real turkey squirt. Paul, Paul is speaking of the Juicy Lucy because he is an expert with this. He's an expert a with turkey this. Squirt? <laughs> turkey squirt? A real turkey squirt. Just, I was hanging out there. It's a baster so, shot. So we'll talk about this more tomorrow if I'm still speaking to you, fart. Good night. Fart diary. Final entry. That's well, it, thank farts. God, final entry. I'm done. I've corked up my bottom. I put a cork in my bottom hole, and now it'll only be burps and terrible, painful, solid poops that I've been sitting on for a long, long time. I'll probably get cancer, but it'll be worth it for not having to fart. End of diary. <laughs> thank God. Where were we? <laughs> Red light, green light. Fart yeah. diary supplemental. <laughs> I smelled this fart while I was out in space. That's how strong the fart was. It had traveled all the way through space and time. The vast void of space could not contain this horrendous stench. Much like when I shouted con and it traveled (laughs) in the vacuum of space. Mm -hmm. I detected notes of root beer. But the 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 fart denies that it had any root beer. I do blame the Klingons. I can never forgive him for the fart of my son. (laughs) (laughs) Don't wait for the translation. Answer now. (laughs) Don't wait for the translation. Answer now. (laughs) That's what I thought. That's what I fucking thought. (laughs) Order. Order. Captain Kirk. This court. (laughs) Oh. Sorry. Jim, so sorry. Up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is a goddamn outrage, Jim. Everybody's farting. Well, <laughs> you're on trial for a gaseous anomaly. This is a bullshit fucking kangaroo court if I ever saw one. It would be wise, Doctor, if you could contain your outbursts just like you contain your farts. Don't come at me with that, you green-blooded bastard. I've had you let one slip on the bridge a time or two. You bend over to peer in that fucking science monitor and queek, queek, queek. Here we go. Don't act like you're fucking perfect. It is true. I have had the occasional fart. All right, then. Klingon farts must be deadly. I mean, must must just like now, kill the uh, entire now they get, diet. They would, get, they would get caught up in all that fur. Klingons? Yeah. Oh, Klingons. Sorry, I was thinking no, Vulcans are vegetarian. If a, Klingon, if a Klingon farts, they basically give themselves a Have Dutch oven. Have you ever oven. been around a vegetarian? <laughs> Holy shnikes. Dude, a gawk fart? Oh. <laughs> Vegetarians fart. have some of the a worst. Fart. Worst. Yes. Gawk fart. Gawk Fart would be a crazy name for a band. Gawk Fart. Gawk Fart. It tried to escape. I must give the Gawk credit. It tried to escape my colon through a fart. 
Red light, green light. At San Diego Comic-Con, Edgar Wright announced that he will eventually be directing a movie based on the novel Grasshopper Jungle. Did we finish that last one? Mm -hmm. Okay. Grasshopper Jungle, a young adult book written by Andrew Smith, is about Austin, a sexually frustrated teen who has feelings for both his girlfriend and his male best friend. Slow down. Every teen is sexually frustrated, but go on. Well, it's a young adult novel. He also accidentally unleashes a horde of sexually frustrated giant grasshoppers upon the world. Adapting the novel be screenwriter Scott Rosenberg, who wrote Con Air, High Fidelity, and the U.S. version of Life on Mars. How is this greenlit? Like, actually... Gr- Again, this is Edgar Wright. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's like, totally original idea. Eight ideas. There was a grasshopper movie. There's been several big grasshopper movies. Day of the Swarm. Locust. A couple other uh, attack plague grasshopper movies. A lot of in- insect swarm. Films. And they're like, okay, and then let's have them be all sexy. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, put a put a fucking thong on that thorax. <laughs> let's see how they shake it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, you said Edgar Wright is producing, directing, directing. Yeah. Okay, uh, it's, it's, uh, a, it's a TV uh, series. Uh, no, this uh, is a movie. Uh, oh, it's uh, just a movie. Uh, uh, so what's your call, gentlemen? What do I have from Sexually you? frustrated grasshopper. Well, it's, it's... Sexually frustrated grasshopper. I give you my opinion, but Paul's too busy singing. frustrated grasshopper. Red light, red light. Come over just got here just... and fuck my sharp legs. Sexually frustrated grasshopper. <laughs> Sexually frustrated grasshopper. Suck my segmented antennae. Are they giant Look grasshoppers or do yes. they all run together and create like a grasshopper? A horde of sexually frustrated giant grasshoppers. Place your penis in my deadly mandibles. Let me chew on your genitalia. Treating your cock and balls like they were grass leaves. Yum, 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 yum. I'm a sexually frustrated grasshopper. How about you, Bonzo? Yeah, no. Sexually frustrated grasshopper. Dun, dun, dun. Look at the Jeff. sexy clothes I'm wearing. Um, I would uh, give it a green light just because it's Edgar Wright. Pick um, me up. I, I would I'm hope that on the street you know, corner, based on his waving my feet reputation, he could face. do something good with it. So wait, Edgar Wright's going from Ant Man to this? Yep. Yeah, no. Well, he's actually going to do a movie before this, but this is you know what's possibly hopeful. Maybe he's doing the sexually frustrated grasshopper thing. As a parody to Ant Man, a little like what he was gonna do with Ant Man, he's gonna put it into this sexually frustrated grasshopper. <laughs> so, but well, you know, if Simon Pegg and uh, what's his name it, then yeah, maybe sexually Nick frustrated Nick Frost, yeah. grasshopper. Dun, dun, dun. Well, still probably voice the, the grasshoppers, right? Some of us have Good. wings. Sexually frustrated uh, still red grasshopper. <laughs> Am I green or brown? You won't know till you I don't peak. like anything. Sexually frustrated everything. grasshopper. I, I, I see that. How about you, Paul? That. What do you feel about I've this? Oh, I'm going to greenlight it. History of this show. I want to see yeah, this, this stupid thing. Uh, well, that's two Because two, in my mind, it's okay. pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> so this is a... The movie I just ma- wrote in my head, pretty out there. I don't know if Commander, this gets kicked up to you. Equal side, red and green. Sexually frustrated. Don't Kirsten. fuck this one up, boss. <laughs> <laughs> red light, green light. Sci-fi is developing a brand new futuristic thriller, Absolute Zero. 
The new sci-fi drama has been put in development is The Love Child of former Burn Notice co-executive producer Michael Horowitz, set in the year 2124. Absolute Zero will follow the inhabitants of a remote mining colony who has come across a dangerous new species on one of Jupiter's moons, setting up the stage for an alien invasion that will ultimately head to Earth. Horowitz will be writing the script and will executive produce. It's setting to Earth, meaning they're on an asteroid? It's Armageddon, right? There's nothing here that said asteroid. Yeah, it was a joke. It was a joke. (laughs) I'm actually going to dream like this. Really? You know why? why? Because it doesn't sound like anything else you were talking about. Interesting. An alien invasion story that doesn't sound like anything else. It sounds a whole lot like fucking uh, Robotech to me, but whatever. Oh, I've never seen Robotech. Boy, I'm glad that we get your informed opinion up in this piece. (laughs) Jim and he jumped up Christmas. You got us covered on the music beat. Might be time to crack Robotech a fucking movie. The clan invasion? <laughs> the who's? I'm the clam I'm invasion? <laughs> clan. Sexually clan. frustrating. Grass. I said clan. <laughs> I'm going Hold fishing. On a fishing for me. clams. Sexually frustrating. <laughs> You're grass telling up. me to crack open something. I mean, I watch a lot of shit anyway. But this Clearly. is the guy who sings the entire fucking episode where we can't get a word in anyway. What's the you point? You didn't have anything to say. <laughs> yeah, so there I you mean, go. I'm taking care of it. Trust me. Trust me. I'm taking care of it. <laughs> Sexually frustrated. I'm going to green light it too. Uh, 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 on a planet. One of Mars's planet, Jupiter moons. So, Jeff. <laughs> green light. We need moon. more sci-fi on TV. Yeah, fuck what Paul's think if you read <laughs> And it sounds anyway. intriguing. No, no. It's certainly not completely original, but it sounds intriguing. Okay. If it's done well, uh, I will sure. Um, but it it really just sounds like Robotech to me. All right, what the hell is Robotech? Green lit. Why don't you? But there was no Robotech. There's just an alien invasion force coming in, and Earth has to defend itself. Um, you couldn't have said that before. But that's it. No, but I'm just saying when you just gave me shit about not seeing Robotech, you couldn't just told me that. I didn't hear. You didn't Earth ask. Defending itself in there, they said it, the invasion force was headed towards it. Correct. What do you think Earth's gonna do? Sit on its dick? It seems like sexually it takes place frustrated. On this moon. Grass. What? No, that's not the impression I got. What was the? They, I missed that. Sorry. It seemed like the most of this was taking place on that moon, and then. Eventually, the that's no moon. It does. That's a sexually frustrating grasshopper. It does seem that it does mostly take place on this mining colony. Yes, thank you. Ooh. Oh, so then it's fucking dead space. My bad. Anyway, I'm still, sexually I'm still frustrated. By video space. No, it could be. It could be. You horrible. haven't played Dead Space? Oh, it's a game. Yes. So it's a game that's never been done as a movie or a TV show. Uh, no, but uh, I think it's the been Dead done Space as an animated series, and I think the Dead Space movie is in development. Yeah, which yes, would make sense. So the only difference here with the Dead Space thing is there are these freaky markers uh, and a religious cult, but basically it's necrotic alien critters coming to destroy everything. Yeah, that's Dead Space. Yeah, oh, we'll see. You should know me by now. I don't do a lot of sci-fi stuff. All right. Red well, light, green light. You should. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sexually frustrated grasshopper. Painkiller Jane. Hold on, hold on. Can we go back to like sure. the Wolfman's balls? It's a much better song. <laughs> Tonight, it's all about the sexually God damn frustrated it. grasshopper. That's all I'm going to hear. <laughs> 
Painkiller Jane, a cop-turned-vigilante who gains an extreme healing factor and a pain threshold after being captured and tortured during an undercover operation gone wrong, has been kicking around since 1996 at Image Comics. Now horror directors... There was a crossover the, with Punisher. Indeed. The this Suska already... sisters, who did American Mary, have signed on to helm an indie action thriller film adaptation. The duo will be working with comic industry uh, creators... Uh, Jim Palmiotti and Joe Quesada. Outside of the comic sphere, the last brush the general public had with Painkiller Jane came in the form of an SCI, oh, sorry, sci-fi channel made for TV movie in 2005, starring Emmanuel Vaguerre, plus a short-lived series in 2007 with Christina Loken in the title role. If this has already happened once, then no. Not twice. A second. If it's already happened twice, then fuck no, you're already done. We don't need a third strike. It, it failed twice already. Now, those were both straight-to-TV movies. This is an actual yeah. film, independent film. And it also has Joe Quesada and... Uh, and uh, uh, who did you say the other uh, one? Joe Palmiotti. That's the... Jim, I'm sorry, Jimmy Palmiotti. He's one Quesada, he's I know. A, and Quesada is good. Palmiotti did a bunch on Punisher. I think he did that Painkiller Jane crossover, maybe. Probably did, because I think so, he's behind Painkiller Jane. There you go. I will give this a green light just because... I, I, I mean, I was not a... You know, fan of any of the other versions of this, but because we've on this very show said that more comic writers should get involved in television and film, the fact that these two are involved in this film gives me hope. And I haven't seen the Sasuke sisters uh, work yet, but I hear it's pretty fucked up and out there. This well, is a female it, it, character. The, the right? series from from all, I mean, the comic series for all intents and purposes. Or from everything I've heard, rather, is kind of fucked up too. So, you know what? You know why not? I'll give it a green light, just because of the people behind it. Okay. Right. Um, this is a female character. Yeah? Yes. We're talking about Painkiller Jane, right? Yes. And okay. we do need better female leads in, I in films. Thank TV. you for taking that out of my mouth. I I'm was, sorry. No, it's fine. It's good. <laughs> um, How many times a day does that phrase leave? <laughs> <laughs> God, I hate you. So much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, we do need more female leads uh, and more female superheroes in the world for young girls to grow up and want to be like. So yes, I'm going to green light that. Wow, it's a second green light from you in an episode. That's that's, that's a record. It is. Well, this I'll green light it as well. I'm, a, you know me. I'm about human rights, and I'm more about, uh, you know, definitely, you know, people needing something to grow up with in in a male dominated society. That's definitely worth hearing about. So, Paul, yes. <laughs> I think Greenlight it. That's Cause, it? Well, because I like those creators. So Well, and we were just talking at dinner earlier tonight about Lucy and the fact that it's number one at the box office right now. It's a good and, sign. Over and, the Rocks Hercules. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, Hollywood still has this opinion. It's like, well, you know, a film with a strong female lead cannot do well. And like, well, well time and time again. You know what? So that did movie? Lucy hit well? Did I think it opened at forty-six million. Did it make number one spot? Yeah. Yes, great, yes. good, good, good. You know well, what? But you know what? Scarjo, she's fucking phenomenal. She's great. She is really she's good. Good. I'll go. I'm going to go see both those movies. To be honest, I mean, I have three on my list still, and I'm going to see Guardians in two days. So, like, I mean, I still have to see the eight movie. I still have to see Hercules now. And now Lucy, I do want to see all of them. Now I've heard you have to kind of check your brain about the science in Lucy. But it's still well acted, and it's supposed to be a fun ride. It's it's based on the fallacy that human beings only use ten percent of their brains, right? And she uses right a lot. All human beings use all of their brains, right? It's a lie. Yeah, so, it's a fart lie. So as long as you can, that's one thing you have to trip past to. You just turn the movie. off your turn off the other ninety percent of your brain and enjoy the movie. <laughs> Pretty much it. Come on, man. 
<laughs> Just do it. Come on, come on, guys. Can't we have fun at the movies anymore? Can't we have Transformer cocks in our face all night long? <laughs> come on, is it fun? Is it fucking fun, huh? Come on, can't we have homophobia in our robots? I'm come on, can't directly we? Directly below. Come on, right? The robots. It's great, right? It's fucking great. Fuck ass shit. And finally, red light, green light. Frank Spotnitz, the long. You say that wrong. That's. <laughs> That's there it is. What? No, no Frank Spotnitz. Spotnitz. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Frank Spotnitz. Long-time television producer. Long-time X-Files producer, in fact, is uh, writing the pilot script for a potential series based on Philip K. Dick's Hugo Award-winning novel, The Man in the High Castle. Ridley Scott's company is producing for Amazon. The 1962 novel is set in the alternate reality where Nazi Germany and Japan won World War II and have occupied the United States. The nation has been divided up with the Nazis running the East Coast while the Japanese have taken control of the West Coast while the Midwest is still wide open. The remaining resistance is scattered and on the run. If this project sounds familiar, it's because it's been kicking around in development since 2010 when uh, it was set up at Sci-Fi as a four-hour miniseries in 2013 after bouncing over from BBC. Uh, The cable net apparently passed, and now the project has swung over to Amazon. Uh, Yes. I like alternate reality kind of things. Yep. I'm all about that, so I'm going to green light that. Three green lights. Wow. I'm also green lighting that. Jeff? Uh, I also give it a green light. Uh, Philip K. Dick's stuff really does seem to do well overall in television and movies. That it was is, the, it is his best known uh, short story. That was the obvious yeah. one I was going with, but I'm yeah. you know in the alternate, so I didn't want to bring up the Philip K. Dick stuff. But, but yeah, yes. I, and, and yeah, the, that alternate future stuff does uh, appeal to a lot of people. So yeah, absolutely. Why not? Paul? Uh, based on that description, I will red light it. Also, in my mind, I am seeing red and green striped worms diving into chocolate icing. What? <laughs> what? I don't know why. Please that, explain yourself. I don't know. That image is just in my brain right now. It's so, weird. so why do you want a red light display? Uh, I said based on that description. Okay, does not uh, just doesn't excite you. Nope, not in the least. It feels like that uh, show that they did uh, two years ago or so, where they were kind of kind of trying to do like, um, uh, like America had been divided up into small fiefdoms and kingdoms. Do you remember that? I don't. But was it called Kingdoms Revolution. or some shit? Revolution, thank you. Okay. It feels like that. And the problem with that show, and I think the problem with this show be the same thing, is that you try and re- redress reality with this whole dystopian difference thing, and the cracks just shine through so strong, and it's so weird and so fake and so cheesy. And it's like, hey, look, look at this flag hanging up in this building. That means everything's different. No, it, I don't know. That's just the feeling That's I'm getting. That's the feel you get from yeah. it. Well, All right. Well, green lit, so only one gets kicked up to you, Captain. Enjoy. Uh, Sony has set the official Captain? release day. You mean Commander? Oh, I did mean Commander. Yeah, Ooh. Captain's gone. He didn't Com- go to Commander, Commander School to be called Captain. Thank F- you. Wah, you know what? Wah, wah, Commander School. Well, Luddite can, chi- yes, chi- right. can chime in if he wants. Go ahead, Luddite. Take one. You're right out there. there. Take one for the team. There he is. Uh, Sony has set the official release date for the Uncharted film adaptation as June 10th, 2016. The film will be directed by Seth Gordon, who plans to start shooting early 2015. The screenplay will be written by David Guggenheim. The June They're making a, a spinoff already yeah? about 80s Jeff called Uncharted. <laughs> 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 no, they're thinking that about Poot, the, the sharding owl. Yeah, exactly. Sharding owl. Pooty, the sharding owl. Poot. Is his name Poot? Poot. 
Who gives a if poop? If you're referring to the fact that my underwear is dry, yes, it is uncharted. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping it is. Paul's was not. Unlike Paul. <laughs> Paul's is not. <laughs> As he sits how many, there with his eyes rolling in the we, back uh, of his head. <laughs> oh, no, I'm fine. I do have to go blow out, blow out your bathroom here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The June 10th date originally belonged to the amazing... Let me take the mic with me. Ama- the Amazing Spider-Man I 3. I don't think it'll reach. <laughs> which now has been pushed back two years, but Sony is still planning to release the Sinister Six movie on November 11th, 2016. Isn't that the same fucking thing? What? The Sinister Six and Amazing Spider-Man 3. Isn't that no. the same fucking Sinister movie? St- Sinister Six was a separate movie. Oh. Uh, the next game in the series, Uncharted 4 The Thief's End, was announced with a trailer at E3 and will come to PlayStation in 2015. And IDW Publishing has announced that it will partner with Boom Studios to bring the original crew of the Starship Enterprise together with Charlton Heston's Taylor, Nova, and the rest of the cast from the original Planet of the Apes flick for this year's comic event crossover titled Star Trek Planet of the Apes, The Prime Directive. The creative team will be Star Trek scribes Scott and David Tipton and interior art covers by the British newcomer Rachel Scott. Quote, with the Klingon secretly backing a renegade guerrilla general in a coup for control of Ape City, Captain Kirk finds himself in the uncomfortable position of having to help out Dr. Zayas's orangutans, explains David Tipton. Taylor won't be happy with that, unquote. Ugh, man, I'm so tired of all of these crossover things that IDW does. You don't like them? Uh, no, it just, it, they don't ever seem to work. IDW does really well with, like, the Star Trek comic series. They, that is a good series. As uh, as Paul, like, said last week on, on the show while I was not here. But they did, like, the Doctor Who Star Trek Next Generation crossover. Right. I didn't read the whole thing, but I... I and these are like, the same started, guys behind that yeah, one. Yeah. I started reading some of the pages into it, and I just... it. You know, these are two series that I really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And it just lost me. I'm just... I'm like... I don't want to read this comic like usually within the first few pages a comic will grab me and say this is something i've got to read and i've got to read the whole series and this you know the crossover ones uh there was another crossover that they did not long ago and i i'm totally blanking out on it but it was another idw crossover that i was just like that doesn't even sound appealing and then they did the the transformers gi joe crossover uh I want to say about six years ago. Mm-hmm. No good either. Eh, it was just kind of blah. Hmm. So, and it, and it's not the first time that they've done a GI Joe Transformers crossover, or should say that has been done in the comics. It's the first one IDW had done with those two franchises, and it. I don't know. These they just don't work for me for the most part. So, I mean, I would give this one a shot, but again, it just seems like more of the same and. You know, it's like keep doing what you do best instead of keep instead of trying to to drum up more business by doing these crazy. And they are partnering just like crossovers. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ghostbusters. It's two right. different companies partnering yeah. up. There's Boom Studios with IDW. Right. It's it's just it's a I don't know. It just feels too much like a publicity stunt. Both of those, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ghostbusters yeah, and this pr- one, probably is to to bring notoriety to the comics. That makes sense. GamesBeat reports that Google is acquiring uh, streaming video network Twitch in a deal worth $1 billion. 
This backs up a previous report in May from Variety, which said the acquisition was taking place, but the Wall Street Journal reported that the discussions between the companies were at an early stage. Twitch was launched in 2011 by Justin Kahn and Amit Sheer, the co-founders of Justin TV. According to Twitch, over 50 million people watch live streams in the service each month. Uh, Microsoft and Sony have both integrated Twitch streaming and viewing natively into Xbox One and PlayStation 4. So, Google buying Twitch. $1 billion. It's going to go down the toilet like they did with YouTube. You think so? Yeah. yeah in, in what way? Do you think it's just gone to like streaming ads? Is that YouTube really is more popular than it ever was. Why do you think it's gone down the toilet? Not, That's a good not in point. My, not in my opinion, just because of all the ads, all that. Like, I hate... It's more it's popular like than ever, playlist. but it's, it's yeah. annoying to you. How yes. different is it in Canada, YouTube? I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> then why did it make? Why did you make it sound like that? You made it just sound like it was different for some reason, like it went down the drain. I'm not understanding that. Because of all the ads. Uh, Before you remember YouTube back in the day, you you played your video and what you wanted to see. Right. You got your content. You what you wanted to see. You didn't have to wait. Or wait to skip the damn ad, or some ads you don't skip, so you gotta sit there for like 30 fucking seconds. That's not Google, though. That is, you have the option to opt into ads if you wanna make money off of your videos. That, the, you have to opt in on that. Like, if He's you just go talking to, about regularly playing the videos. No, but yes. I mean, like on ours, you don't have to sit through an ad to go into our show. Right. We don't, we don't have channel. ads. We, we intentionally click that we don't have ads attached to ours. So, right. But actually, most creators do because they want to make a little money on the work right. that they do. He's right. The video creators okay, yeah, yeah. Put But it just seems like way worse since Google took over. Well, but or whatever it it's, it's only because they are offering people the opportunity to generate some income from their videos. Again, it's up to the individual video creator whether there's an ad that plays at the beginning of their video. Um, I can tell you we don't do it because of, oh, Paul has reemerged. Uh, the face with the door closed. That's not a good sign. Uh, and we, he looked like he took a shower in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> shit in my hair. <laughs> really, you shit in your hair? Mm-hmm. All right. Why would I, lie about that? Uh, I was just going to say <laughs> we don't. Sake? Yeah, we don't. Partic- we don't need another hero. <laughs> <There> we, <go. laughs> we don't need You're having another such a conversation. Badge attack. That's the only thing that can stop badge attack. Is Mad Maxi Pad? <laughs> we don't participate in the advertising because uh, you know there's legal reasons behind. You know, as a as a review show, we can't really generate profit off of the clips that we use because we're allowed to use them as a legitimate reviewer because we're reviewing. Thank God, we have our legitimacy. <laughs> so <laughs> back on. So what do you think, Paul? So uh, Google taking Twitch. Yeah, it can go. E- it can go either way. We'll see. It's good to spread it. It's going to get more more way to be non-committal. It. It's going <laughs> to get more meat well. behind it. No, no, no. <laughs> it's going to get more meat behind it. But uh, it depends. Are they going to start fucking with the the channels? Probably. It's never going to be as good as it was. But here's the thing about the internet: something else will come up. It's true. It always does. So you know, Twitch. And I then still Google will buy that one too. Uh, Vortex. <laughs> is that a new one? Yeah. Vortex is the new uh, game channel. It's basically exactly like Twitch. Yes. Yeah, except it's called Vortex. Yes. And Google doesn't own it, so it's not evil. That's correct. Okay, got it. Yeah. Great. Well, there you go, everybody. Vortex. Vortex Check it out. Z, actually. Vortex. These nuts. 
And finally, last Saturday, Russia's Institute of Medical Biological Problems launched a Photon M4 satellite filled with five geckos into orbit so that people of Earth would know how reptile sex is impacted by zero gravity. Uh, due to a technical glitch, or possibly mutiny, the orbiting orgy has gone rogue. Al Jazeera America reports that a team from the Medical Biological Institute admitted yesterday that the satellite was no longer responding to commands from Earth. The Russian space firm Progress reports that the technical difficulties may be due to a glitch in the satellite's engine and the sex cam being uh, beaming a live feed down to Earth is still functioning and the four females and one male have reportedly been keeping busy. Uh, researchers had originally hoped to recover the crew after 60 days to continue experiments back on our planet, but if contact can't be reestablished, the Institute predicts its, its gecko-nauts will starve to death before Photon M4 crashes back to Earth. So somewhere above us, hurtling through space, the kind of pleasure we on Earth can only dream of. Geckos. Geckos fucking, yes. There's probably a joke in there somewhere, but... Uh, Why don't they make I'm a movie about that? Geckos in space. There you go. Fucking. Well, we already had pigs in space. Why not geckos? What's in your space? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. Is there a beast in your vagina? And again, I want to know about what your thoughts are on the Evil Dead TV show. Is Good idea, bad idea? Why? Why? Tell me. Comments. And until next week, I am Master Torgo. Yep. <laughs> really? Famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Captain Canada. Old Dirty Bonzo. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Wow. We lost you. You lost me. We completely me. lost yeah. you. My For a minute. Are you, well, it's, I, it's, it's, we lost I, you in the pooper. When I went to the pooper, I had a whole thing. You, were, <laughs> <laughs> you, you what? You had a moment. Is I had this whole thing. You had this whole thing. this whole thing. It was good. It was good. Things are better. <laughs> you don't need to sing about it? I, I just... Nope. It, sure. I can see the trauma Positive. in your eyes. It's fine. It's fine. You had a moment. It wasn't the uh, mythic no wiper that a man loves, but those are the right. best. Yep. <laughs> but it was good. Still good. The, the phantom shit, I think it's called. Yeah, the phantom shit, the mythic no wiper. It it goes by many names, <laughs> but it's like the goddamn albino or no, the clean bison. Shit. The clean shit is the, the clean shit. The, the, the albino phantom bison. shit is the one where you can't. You, you don't know no, where it went. Yeah, there's no. You, you poop, but it slides. It slides away. Yeah, yeah. It's not a in troll the comes and takes it up the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs>